Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Delectable Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ash Thorpe, and this week we have my buddy, the master blaster artist and CGI guru himself, Mr. Cornelius Dumrick. Cornelius and I discuss the many oddities that we face today as artists and the challenges we encounter when building work that we are proud of. Cornelius exposes some of the lessons that he's learned over the years making his work. We talk a bit about how he manages his personal ambitions and happiness while building out projects that take months on end. We get a bit of meta at the end as we discuss the future of where this is all going. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a crazy journey. You're in for a good ride in this one, everyone. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's begin episode 168 with Cornelius Damrick. Let's roll. At last, at last, finally, it's been quite a long time. We've been talking about doing this episode and I'm stoked we're finally here. Um, thank you for being here and we kind of readjusted the schedule. So I appreciate you being kind and letting me uh, move things around a little bit as the freelance lifestyle and all that stuff is a, can be uh, pretty shitty sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. And there's so much to talk about. I'm a, obviously a big fan of your work. I'm trying to think the first time that I came upon your work was through a friend. And I think it was some of your really a lot older. I think it was like maybe the NASA work that you did or like one of the rooms that you had done. I don't know how I came upon it. Maybe it was it was, it was probably Hayes. Mercury or Haze, yeah, yeah, one of these two. Yeah, I remember so the, Hayes, most yeah. of the time when if I get recognized from my older work, it's one of these. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I found your your site, and then uh, then I, I I started getting in contact with you, and then we met up in Europe for industry workshops, which yeah, is yeah, two two thousand sixteen, right? Was awesome, yeah, yeah, and man, you can drink a lot of beer. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, my, you're a big my friend, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a really big dude. How, what? How how much is two meters in in like feet? Six five. Yeah, you're you're okay. you're a bit over. You're a bit taller than me. I'm six two. I think you okay. look like you're six five, six six or so. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it's sometimes it's cool to be tall and big, but then sometimes it really sucks. Like showers oftentimes it sucks flying in a plane always sucks getting yeah, in a supercar that sucks <laughs> well I, I don't have a driver's license so cars aren't okay. that much of a problem well, but, screw you uh, <laughs> <laughs> um riding trains flying planes and and all that shit and i have like my 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 uh, shoe size is 16 so Damn, dude that, that's so fucked up i can i swear here yeah, yeah right of course now. you can okay <laughs> yeah. and it's it's so messed up to find shoes in my size usually when i when i find them which is usually on on nike just nike.com sure and the online Sha- and the, Shaquille because size. no no like store in, in in my in my city has shoes in that size so i just buy them there in in bulk you got that like, Viking gene going on yeah. there. Those yeah. massive Viking German genes, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Is your family fr- like um like fully from Germany? Do your roots go back to Germany, or is it spread out? And you? Uh, I'm not sure. I never met my real father just once. Oh, me too. My my mom is like um, I think she's German for the most part. And I think my father is too, but 
I haven't met him and couldn't ask him. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think so, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I, I will make some research when I have the money for that and the time at mm. some point in my life. But yeah. I think Germany's you know. pretty freaking rad, man. When I went to visit there. I think Berlin was probably one of my favorite places in Europe thus far to visit. I just loved yeah. it. it so rad. I mean, I know I visited it in like perfect timing where it wasn't like balls cold and like just kind of horrible, but it was, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It was really, I, was really I actually cool was born there, but didn't go there in like eight years or 10 years. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. So I, I have to go back at some point. Are you considering to stay there in Germany for indefinitely? Or are you th wanting to, to move around and try travel? And if so, where you want it, where do you want to go? Uh, I have no idea really. It, it's, Germany is, has a lot of like comfort. It's like my comfort zone. Sure. Yeah. And, and so I haven't really thought about moving. I, I got like, like uh, companies asked me if they, if I work for them and they would help me relocate and everything, but it wasn't like the, the a perfect offer for me where I thought, okay, I, I I'm doing this. Sure. And I have all my friends and colleagues here. Well, I have friends all over the world, but most of my, my like real life close friends are in Germany right now. So I, I don't know, maybe at some point. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's tough, right? When you're, when you have what you, what you like and at the same time, like why not, you know? So, which I think yeah, is like, I mean, it's just like always depending on the opportunity, right? So if, if there's an opportunity where I think, okay, that, that it's worth it, I will eventually do it, I think, probably. But So if David Fincher calls you, says, I need you. For, 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 for example, if David Fincher calls me right now <laughs> uh, and said, okay, I, I, I'm doing this weird movie where I want your vision for it and 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 can you come over and work uh one or two years on this movie with me i would say okay totally yeah david finch is a fan of the podcast so i'm sure he's gonna hear this so there you go oh, oh. <laughs> hey david <laughs> call me <laughs> you have yeah. my email i hope <laughs> i'll give him to you yeah, yeah nice yeah <laughs> yeah like the the so there's a couple of things that i found out about cornelius when we're out in um uh, was it the UK in London? We were Lon London. That's yeah, where the industry yeah, workshop was. And, um, yeah, I found out he's also an avid David Fincher fan. And, um, yeah. And so that was, I remember that from the conversation, um, while you're guzzling gallons of brewskis, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about your fascination with his films and his work and just him as a, in general. And I remember one thing that really stood out to me about something that you said that you, you mentioned that, you want to like be the best in CGI. Is that still true? Is that still something that you're aspiring to, to be? And, and, and how far away do you think you are from getting to that? Or is that well, ever going to be possible? No, it's not possible. Damn and, it. And, <laughs> and I think, I mean, that's, that's like a child speaking from me, you know, sure. like, like the, 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 my, my man child that's <laughs> hidden inside me saying, uh, I want, I want to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, it always depends on the timing. There, there are points in my life or in, in a project where I say, okay, it, it really, it's really, I'm really strong right now and I'm really confident about the things I'm doing yeah. and, I, I believe that I can learn so much more and get so much better and 
in that time or or grow so much and then there are points where i think okay no i i have to rest for two months and and, <laughs> and cry, cry myself to sleep so it, it always depends i think it's it's not like an, an ultimate uh goal that that i have always in mind to be the best cg artist and and it's always i mean it depends on on the person you know See, there is no ultimate best some people think Alex Roman is the best CG artist out there, or was. I don't know if he's doing. Oh, st snap. Still doing. He's. Dang, I don't know if he's, <laughs> he's not doing uh, CG anymore. I think, but uh, he's then not, other huh? people. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I haven't seen anything from him in in a while, so yeah, I, probably he's I like, no screw idea. this. Yeah, you reached max level, right? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> why bother? <laughs> and then there are other people who say, okay, uh, it's Marek Denko, who is the best CG artist in the world. Well, in, in terms of environment design, and then we have character artists, uh, FX TDs, and all these like schools of thought. And so there's no ultimate, ultimately best CG artist in the world. It's not a contest or competition. Should be. It, it's all to the death. <laughs> That I, I always picture myself that, that <laughs> there's like some some like esports kind style event where where <laughs> there's a stage and all the 3D artists go up there and they have like their own <laughs> intro music and it's like a boxing. it's the Mortal like Kombat UFC, music, right? Mortal yeah, yeah. Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like like fan girls in the crowd, and they have like signs and holding up, and like I don't know, <laughs> and fanboys and fanboys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's not in reality. It's just like uh, like nerds sitting, making all nighters in front of their computers, and and and, and screwing with with like ten different softwares and and cursing. <laughs> <laughs> like eh, it crashed again. <laughs> Something like that. It's, it's not. It's not not that uh, glamorous. I think. No, it's definitely not. Yeah. It's quite annoying, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's. Um, I think that's a good lofty thing to have in your mind, though, is to like want to be the best, right? And I know a little bit about your creative process just from you know interacting with you and talking with you, and you share a lot of similar traits that I do, and probably a lot of people that are listening to this as well is just like you know, dealing with the oddities of wanting to make something great, but then, you know, artist artistic block. And we'll talk a bit about that, but at the same time, like wanting to be great and then trying to, to obtain that, um, never ending. It's just like, man, it becomes quite an exhausting experience, you know, when you really, yeah, I, when you really get into it, you know? Yeah. I, I always, th I always think about this when I, uh, watch the movie whiplash, do you know whiplash? Yeah. Whiplash course, is great. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like this, this kid, right. Who wants to be the best musician, like the best drummer in jazz ever. And yeah. it's like, it's his only goal. It's like, he's so focused on that. And it's, it, it's really, I think it's unhealthy, but at the same time it's healthy because you, you, it's like, it controls your life. It, it has a, grip on you and you and you and you strive for it no matter what and um it's always like a a, a path between okay i am staying up too too late and and don't get enough sleep or um having this this perfect um path through your life and you you know like from the age of i don't know maybe 15 that you want to do this and and have this focus and it, it really helps so you, you don't have to navigate through 
I don't know, decisions of whether you become a carpenter or I don't know. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like it's like good to have this thing inside you that that tells you, okay, I have to do this now, and and it 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 makes you stronger. I have one of those. So, it's, like a, it's like a baby, like total recall. Yeah. It's like a little baby yeah. inside of me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Little art baby. Um, yeah. No, but that's true, and that's that's actually a really cool way to look at it because it is that, and it's it really does because it become really a, a a very complex kind of thing to navigate and manage too. You know, if you really want to be the best at something, like it, it it does take um, so much out of you. And I know that's one thing. I that's one thing when we started talking, I was like, ah, oh, man, I really I can connect with that because. Um, yeah, it's 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 tough to choose that, you know, to want to be the best yeah. at something. And, and like for art, there's no like Olympics, right? Like they have for athletes, you know, like like you're mentioning, no, like we're jokingly saying like there is nothing like that. But it's almost like we're we are our own kind of worst. Yeah, enemies, we, we, you have, know? <laughs> we have this this Olympics that contest is in our heads all the time. But yeah. there's no official like <laughs> there's not no one putting up like a, a, um, a prize up there maybe yeah. the oscars or some award thing but yeah you mentioned not, that was one just, of the things just, you wanted right was it an emmy or something like that was it or oscar well well at some point an oscar would be nice but it's just <laughs> for the ego right so <laughs> it would be fine if i don't get any oscar <laughs> in my life but um why not right <laughs> you, you wouldn't say no to an oscar right well i don't even I, honestly i don't pay attention enough to know really what it represents is what is it is it the tv one or is that the movie one or is it like an outstanding well, art thing well the the movie one oh, okay like, so, like you where, where one. all the the big crazy stars go and and you have like steven spielberg and oh okay all these guys standing there in one room and and jerking each other off yeah that's that's like three hours <laughs> <laughs> without lotion too just yeah straight i i mean i don't know if it's that if it's that important but you always hear okay he got an oscar and, and there are like plenty of people from our industry who get um, emmy awards these days right oh really so there's like yeah. an emmy uh, for uh intro cinematics i think Raul marx oh, yeah. got yeah that's like, right oh, that's yeah. yeah. So I think that's like we're we're stepping up uh, the award game when it comes to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At some point, maybe. What, what yeah. do you think of award award systems and stuff? What's your thoughts I, on that? I, back in the days when I was like, uh, how old am I now? Twenty eight. So when I was old, like, dude, you're old as shit. <laughs> All right, you should give up. You're too old for yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> that's always what it's, I think. It's young. <laughs> <laughs> it's a young man's no, it's, game, dude. When I was 23, I thought, okay, uh, I need to get all the awards, and I uh, participated on, in these contests from CG Society, and and uh, wanted to be be like the best environment artist and get the 3D Total Award and a CG Choice Award and all the all these awards. And at some point, I got them all pretty much so i got two cg choice awards and a handful of 3d total awards and what and, and an animago that's just like this international thing that's um every year in germany where you can get um an award for yeah, the best still and for like commercial architecture work and stuff like that but um at some point i i don't know it, it, it's it's always the same you you 
it's just, it really sounds like bragging right now, but it's not. No, it's, it's not that. Yeah. It doesn't feel that important at some point. You get older and you think, okay, that's just some people telling you that you're good, and um, you still have diarrhea and stuff, you know. Yeah, I still have <laughs> diarrhea and 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 fart in my bath and. and <laughs> <laughs> and play video games all weekend and, and procrastinate. <laughs> so it's not not that I'm anything more special because I have like an Oscar, right? Sure. So yeah, yeah. It's and, it's a it's a tricky thing I think to like try. And I mean, live it's with it's that. humbling, right? That, yeah. that there are people out there who think you are good and they give you something and invite you and fly you to some location and and say okay you're really cool that and now because you're cool we're giving you this little statue here <laughs> <laughs> take it home bye bye and i mean it's cool why not right but yeah. it's, is it that important is it like depending on my life am i only a good artist if i i mean i know artists that that really don't have any fame and are so much better than i am mm, like they have no social media they have not a million followers on i love on, those uh, people <laughs> behance they're they're like just people working at idle m yeah. without <laughs> you you uh, for example you you know louis guggenberger right you met him in in london i think yeah it's like this, yeah. this I, he used to work at ILM, and it's just so crazy uh how humble this guy is and it's just it's so so that's the secret to it i think yeah you know? and he, he doesn't have any public social media representation he just give, doesn't give a shit about this stuff. <laughs> he's, he's it's smart so cool. it's because yeah. a lot of times it's a waste of breath really i think yeah and then you and you think about all these people you know i have Four thousand followers on art station is that really important? <laughs> yeah, how, does that pay the rent? I don't know. You know, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I never weird. get I've been any really money for it. for followers, right? So never, <laughs> no one ever will give me like your year ten bucks because you have five thousand followers on on Behance or whatnot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you never know, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a little bit of a pessimist about this. I had a people and. Um, Bradley G Monk and Albert Omas on the podcast the other day, and we were talking about this exact thing. And I, I probably sound like I'm a bit jaded on this. I just, I don't know if there's a value in it necessarily. There is some, you know, and and and, and um, people was like, you know, no, I mean, he was he he had some really good points about it and and his respect to what he thinks this all means and stuff. But I don't know. For me, yeah, it's like it's cool, right? It's cool to to have that. And I think when. I think it's not about the money necessarily, but it's about making the contacts with friends and stuff and meeting cool to new people, That's basically. You know? Really the, the, the upside from it, because you know so many people, right? Yeah. It's, you, you meet a lot of people and a lot of new perspectives uh, through social media. You have all these guys who have different thoughts about projects and then you meet them in real life on some event, maybe. And yeah, it's cool to to have friends all around the world. But at the same time, it's like when I didn't have any followers back in the day when I was like, I don't know, 20, maybe I thought, okay, I need followers. It's the most important thing. And when I had them, I thought, okay, it's not that important anymore. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, meh, it's because you know? you're obtaining it. And that's kind of what I was getting at with a lot of these things is like when you make these big lofty goals and once you obtain them, it's like, Hmm, what's next, you know? And it's almost like, yeah, there's always, do you have the I same things? That's the, my problem. 
you know. Yeah, I picture this this whole career thing like a big mountain. So I, I climbed this. I have this really huge Mount Everest thing kind of mountain in front of me, and I climb it. And once I'm up there, I look up and I see another mountain which is even bigger, and I can't even see the the summit of it because it's in the clouds right and then i climb up this mountain and so on and it's, it's always the same thing there's no real end for me there yeah well it's, there, it's you, never you, ending right you know you can't learn all the things there's always you that can sucks. always be better so you you even if i spend like if I apply this 10,000 uh, 10, hour rule to maybe Houdini and learn Houdini from scratch and I'm like one of the best Houdini TVs on this planet and then I can learn drawing like like a maniac and I'm the best digital artist on this planet. I'm Craig Mullins on steroids pretty much and then I, <laughs> oh, I learn calling him out. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I learn I don't know maybe uh, concept design or product design and and piano and and uh, writing and everything but at some point i'm i'm just yeah, a 90 year old guy and, and <laughs> yeah. i will die eventually so there's <laughs> i can't learn anything on this planet right and uh so there will always be some some top of the mountain That's i can't good. reach which leads me to my next thing I want to talk about is because how do you decide what to learn with all the distractions out there now and everybody telling you like, oh, Redshift and then Octane and then uh, this thing and that thing and then this program and that program like Houdini, for example, you brought up. It's like that's been a d another like thing on my list. I'm like, OK, well, well I guess when am I going to figure out how to learn that thing, you know, <laughs> and do yeah. I need to? And, and how do you go about deciding what you're going to work as? That's one thing I really was fascinated with with your work is. Oftentimes, I would see people's work at your caliber, and they would be using the normal like 3D Studio Max or like Maya. But I was like, oh, you use Cinema 4D. Okay, I can understand then because I, I use the same program. You know, I thought that was yeah. really cool, you know, um, that you don't uh, use the typical like run of the mill kind of stuff, you know. When I started out with 3D, I, I didn't thought about anything. Like, I did, had, didn't have a career in mind or. Um, thought about like okay uh, i'm gonna be uh, the craziest environment artist on this planet or anything like that so i i just fooled around with it and and i don't know you made cubes colliding with each other and stuff like that <laughs> that's and, definitely uh, the first thing people make in yeah and it's not so i never thought okay uh was cinema 4d the right choice i just had it in my head if some friend gave me a 3ds max back in the days and and i used that instead i would be a 3ds max user today hmm. i never so spent any then. a single second uh doubting my choice of 3d software hmm. and about the uh, learning new software it's i actually really struggle with that as well right now at this moment because there's like I want to learn Houdini. I want to learn. Uh, Why do you want to learn Houdini? What's the thing that's telling you to learn it? Is it your friend's uh, work, or is it some sort of some sort of project? First of all, all all the friends, well, a lot of close friends of me use Houdini, like um, Moritz Schwind from Exponza in Munich. Hmm. He's using Houdini, and he's really good at it. And then Simon Holmeda uses it. Yeah, so a couple of close friends uh, as well. So those and guys are awesome. Yeah, and and they do so much crazy stuff with it, right? And That's and they, um, I I think 
the next step in in my personal evolution will be animation at some point yeah i would love to see you do that and and i think houdini would help a lot with that and i also am tired a little bit of of all the the um when i do a 3d image it's like a lot of handwork you know so i i built all all the things from scratch with my hands so i Mm -hmm. if i have like a broken building i sculpt it from hand and sure and and all this Houdini stuff is it, it, it's like pretty automation, much a, huh? a, a sandbox for automation for automatic processes and it's um, I think it's really cool a really cool and handy tool to have because you can save time and time is really the essence of all this because uh, you want to do a project and you have a limited set of time and you say to yourself okay I want to do this and this and this and um, if it takes you I don't know four years to make a single image you won't do it right <laughs> and if there's yeah. a program that helps you with that and and automate stuff it, it's a cool thing and um, yeah so that's like the main reason I want to do it hmm. so that's a good like, reason too because I mean it's a valid issue that like, yeah you know, sure. that you're having because yeah once you hit the wall with the time that's always my concern too it's like how much time is this going to take, you know? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm spending... Haze took me seven months to finish. It's all Cinema 4D, and I worked almost every day on it. Sometimes <laughs> three hours and sometimes 12 hours. And Wow. Uh, and it's like... These are sabbaticals that you're taking, right? Yeah, it's like I, I thought, okay, the it's it sucks and I, I hate it, but um, <laughs> at some point it, it, it will pay off. You have to love it, off. though. Yeah, you have to yeah, love it. Yeah, it's like a hate-love relationship. Yeah kind yeah. of thing and 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 at some point you will be finished and you put it out there and then all the people come to you and say oh it's so great and yeah i mean it it helps you it, it gives you power hearing that and and but i i don't know i want to do so much stuff in my life and if if i continue spending three or four months on on a single <laughs> image i will have i don't know 20 images at the end of my life and it's not enough i want to do more right yeah, you're so, working almost at the pace of like a leonardo da vinci or something of the renaissance yeah, but i'm like, really yeah. slow i think he was really fast no I'm, he was I'm very just... slow he was very slow he, really? would, he was very methodical incredibly methodical i just finished his biography so i know yeah, he oh, he, he okay. only had like twenty paintings or something at the end, I think, or oh, something like that. So that, that there sucks. you go. <laughs> they they sold his last one Dude, recently, right? Yeah. Did have you it, see how much money? It? Yeah. Yeah, four hundred fifty million or something <laughs> it's like so, that. Yeah, it's so I, crazy. I wish somebody would pay me that <laughs> amount of money for one of my Dude, images. They just pay you like a hundred thousand. You'd be like, yeah, I won. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I would, they would just walk around and, and rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> Yeah, on the look pain. at you. Yeah. I'm good, mom. You, I proved you wrong. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, my mom, you don't have to give me any money anymore. Any in, in the future, I'm good now. I buy myself a house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty nuts to see, like, in time what an artist um, ends up making, you know, because you see that with like Van Gogh and stuff too. And that's one thing I found fascinating about your work and your approach to your work is 
the amount of time. It's interesting to hear your complaint with it, though, and I totally agree. There's an artist that I think I was talking to you about when we were hanging out. It was uh, Gregory Crudson, and I think I yeah, told you I to watch his, his film. That's right. Yeah, you did right. watch it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of him? Because he's really fascinating, and he reminded me a bit of you, and he was a huge inspiration for me when I did that Ghost in the Shell homage because he, I basically did what he did, but with uh, something that I was interested in, basically. But what's your yeah, thoughts on him and his process? I really enjoyed the movie, first of all, and it's... I, I saw the connection between my work and his work. He's like a photographer, right? So yeah. he takes like 20 photos and, and then with like big sets, like big movie sets. It's not for a movie, but it's like he burns houses, destroys streets, um, puts up rain machines and all that shit. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, I think he's like a control freak. <laughs> and um i, I think is, I, yeah. I am too because yeah. uh i control want to control every yeah i want to control every aspect in the scene i want every reflection to be perfect and and uh fincher said it as well because he only works with friends he he said in some interview back in the days when after he finished alien 3 and um he does that because he wants to control every aspect of the movie and and be in charge of everything so you have to know the his his camera guy his best boy i don't know his his grip guy and so so he knows what these people can do and what what they can't and and gregory crutzen makes puts all this effort in a single image because he he knows he control it yeah he can control it because he's like there there were scenes where he wandered around in, 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 in his set and said, okay, we need a little bit more snow on, on this car roof and the, the burn marks on this building are, aren't right yet. And he was like all over the place. And he, he, knew, he know, also knows his tools, right? And what the, the same thing is with me when, when I work on an image, I use up to five or six different kinds of softwares yeah <laughs> and, and i know all of them zbrush marvelous designer cinema 4d marvelous design. un, yeah un, unwrap substance 3d designer, substance designer unwrap. yeah what else is them. there what else uh photoshop photoshop okay um just for fusion people i know people are in, yeah fusion 360 which is a monumental good thing for you as of lately yeah, well, it's, it's like it's like a game game changer for me yeah. the only thing that sucks is like uving mm, but yeah but well you can work around that that's the Some one thing problem. that's still a giant b that nobody's figured out yet Except that unwrap 3D or whatever you said are in full 3D. Yeah, there, there's uh, on full 3D. They they released a new version of their software uh, a few days or weeks ago, I think. It, and it looks really promising. It's like uh, 150 dollars. Oh, okay. Just it was really, like 500 bucks before. Yeah, right? yeah, but it's way cheaper now. And um, I I think I wait for Black Friday deals to to oh, buy it. When's Black Friday? When is that? Monday. Oh, that's on Monday. Black Friday is on Monday. Mo okay. No, no, the <laughs> Friday is on Friday, but the whole week is like this Cyber Monday, Amazon 
sales week. Ah, all right. D- did you ever go to a Black Friday sale? And like, it's really big in the US. And I, I see uh, saw scenes where people like beat each other up over TV and stuff like that. Did you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you ever uh, do, do this? <laughs> no, I don't freaking do that stuff. I think one time um, we we did that for Christmas back in the day. And uh, I was so pissed. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, well, I just really don't like um, like blatant consumerism. Like it just drives me nuts just to consume things just because. Um, yeah. So in, in being in the element, like I really was like, I had like a weird, like, like a weird moment where I was like, I hate everything because <laughs> it just made yeah. me really like sad about like humanity and stuff. <laughs> But um, yeah, the thing that I will participate for Unfold 3D. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know if they have a sale up, but uh, I'm sure they probably will. Yeah, Yeah. and um, uh, Algorithmic, the guys who make Substance Painter, which is like the next software I want to learn, they have a sale every year. So I'm just waiting for it and then sick. Grab it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to list that out because I'm sure a lot of people are always like asking. That's probably one of the common questions that you get. What software do you use? You know, what magical yeah. button do you click to get that magical yeah. image? Cinema you know? 4D, Octane, for now, uh, Fusion 360, Marvelous Designer. And they all and, do different things, too. And that's one thing I've been learning, too, is yeah. like all these are necessary if you want to build a world, basically, in this well, platform, you, you in, this, can, in, this, in this monster, I guess. You, you can do what I do with just Cinema 4D or even Paint, but it's really hard and, and nerve-breaking. So... It helps to utilize uh, tools that s- specialize on on on, uh, on a field that, like for example, Marvelous Designer is only meant to do um, closed simulation, and yeah. um, so it wouldn't make sense. Well, you can do closed simulation in Storm 4D, but it's really crappy and old. So yeah. why not use a software that does it perfectly, right? It has its moments. Yeah, <laughs> I've yelled well, at it a couple times. Her, her, yeah, it's like, <laughs> but it's with uh, there. I even yell at uh, Fusion three hundred sixty. I love oh, yeah. it, but yeah. I yell at it sometimes. Yeah, Yesterday, I spent like uh, I built like, kid. <laughs> but I built like a phone from the eighties. You know these brick phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I, I, I and I spent like three hours figuring out how do I cut like the inside from it. So I have like two different shapes. It was messed up. And I was like, that's so dumb. I hate you. Yeah. And I asked a whole, a whole bunch of people. And, and I was like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> but but it, eventually it did work. And then, then I was like, oh, I really love you. I'm sorry. And I, I, <laughs> like I'm talking yeah. to, my, to, to software, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I laugh because I have this exact same problems and issues as I go through it. It's funny because I didn't really start out like this, but slowly because I know that I want to make bigger work, you have to kind of go into that like realm of insanity to do that, yeah. you know. And it's just like, oh man, <laughs> like yeah. you just kind of lose grips with things. And and um, yeah, you can really sense my mood by how many times the programs have crashed, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets really crazy. Um, we were talking a little bit about um, juggling all these kind of things and knowing what to learn. I know it's really quite difficult to know what to learn. I think what you mentioned is kind of like you didn't even think of that. You just kind of wanted to do it, right? So, And you yeah. mentioned you wanted to learn Houdini, for example, because of just being able to beast mode through it. But Houdini is like one of those things that's just so massive. One of the things I find fascinating, though, about your work is you will go through, and I've watched it, you go through like emotional hell uh, 
to make yeah. one in one image, which is funny because you're making one image in 3D, which 3D is intended to be like multidimensional and experienced through like multiple angles, you know? And yeah. that's one thing I really find fascinating with your work is that you've decided to just go, okay, I'm only going to focus on this one view. What is it about your work? Because I know you didn't hear about Gregory Cruzen prior to that, so that wasn't an influence on you. Why is it that you just have that one image? And do you see it in your head before you do it, or is it later on? And I know that these later um, images have gone a little bit faster than Hayes, right? They're getting a little bit quicker, right? But yeah, incrementally yeah. quicker. Um, based yeah, on like octane the, the, and, and fusion yeah, yeah, and stuff exactly. like that, right? the, the tools and the hardware goes, goes gets better and faster. So that's pretty much the time sa- the the biggest time saver. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what I see when I usually my process uh, is where I collect like um, mood boards over a couple of months or years, and and uh, at some point um, I have like a rough idea for an image or for for like an at- atmosphere I want to capture. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I collect um, references around this idea of an atmosphere. So I have like a folder on Pinterest with 30 to 40 different images that that like circle around the same idea. Like they have like different components. Like one image has a, a really wet floor and the other image has um, like foggy is the foggy night scene with 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 um, I don't know streetlights and and all these different things they play together in my head. So I it, it's usually when I when I see an image it, I, I don't spend too much attention to the the overall image, but to like small and minor details. So I, I see, for example, a, a reflection of a car on the street, and it's, it looks really neat to me. And I, and I just focus on that, and I think, okay, that's that looks so amazing. I wonder how this works, and and it's also like a like a nerdy right? thing. Yeah, it's like a challenge, challenging for me to to replicate it in three D, and and yeah. then then I have like. Um, like uh, a wall in in uh, Greece where that's entirely painted blue and where where like little pieces of paint are chipped off and and it looks so haptic and and cool. I don't know why. I am just fascinated with these surfaces and things and reflections and I don't and the overall composition. There there are images in 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 my Pinterest account where there's like really nothing. It's like a um, aside, there's like an image of a pool, like a swimming pool, and 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 some um, some some people at the side playing tennis or something. Like that. It's like really random, and and something in this image just speaks to me, hmm. be it the colors or um, the overall mood, the the sunlight, the the reflections or. Uh, anything yeah and then i then i sit in front of that and and think okay why is that so cool to me why why does it look that way and then i collect it and collect it and at some point i i can't take it anymore and i have to do an image and project and then i start out to block out things and um um get like a camera perspective and put objects there and just placeholders like boxes and, and cylinders and cubes and whatever. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I try to make sense of it, of, of the idea in my head to, to like block it out. And, um, then the rest of the time, that's like 
90, 90% of the uh, the process, like um, not not 90% of the process, but um, 90% of the image is done in the in this early stage where, when I when I block everything out. And after that, it's just detailing and going over every detail until my OCD <laughs> says, okay, <laughs> it's, it's enough now. And and it can be really hard because you, you have like this vision in your head based on all these like snippets of, of tiny, tiny pictures you found on the internet. And 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 then you're working on a detail for example a wall full of pipes and you don't get it right so you spend like a week on on a layout <laughs> of pipes and and then you have to throw it away this is uh. like one week each day like seven days each day eight hours and and you just can't make sense of it and then you throw it away and then you start panicking and, and say okay hmm. fuck I, I i screwed up this whole project was was a bad idea, and I just spent one and a half months of my life on on this thing, and I I won't be able to finish it, and and uh, and it it really takes a stroll on your on your um, personal life as well because you don't see your friends, you you because you're so obsessed. consumed by obsessed and consumed by this idea to 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 finish it right, and yeah. it, it it has to be perfect because you're spending so much time on it, you don't wanted to fail because it's like your brainchild yeah you're just putting it out there and and there are millions of people well not millions maybe but like thousands of people who are gonna see it and then they all have their their own opinion about it and yeah and you're building will, quite a name for yourself too yeah and they will judge you right yeah, because they're, yeah. they're sitting in front of their pc and and they click like or they don't <laughs> or they 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 say okay I like this or I don't and and maybe it's not that important to them but for me it is because it's like well because you care I, yeah. yeah and I I never became a photographer because I can't control what I'm photographing right so yeah. I walk around in the street and there's like a garbage man and I can make a photo of him but and that's the beauty of it that that I can't control it but. I'm like Gregory Cruz and I want to control it. So I, I tell the garbage man to stand exactly there and there and <laughs> I make all, all in 3D because I can control every every tiny aspect. I can control the particles in the air if I want. I can control the... the I have a perfect camera that, that can go in the in, into the tiniest gaps. Yeah, on the most powerful the camera ever made. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, there will never be anything more powerful than this. And I can build worlds nobody could ever imagine. And yeah, and, that's and the, then that's I, I'm sitting. Is. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. And I'm sitting there, and and of all the possibilities, I I chose one, and I'm working on it. And it took me two months, and then something isn't working of course i'm freaked out right sure. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's like uh yeah it's always the same though it's uh at some points i ha i had images that that were easier than others but there will always be some minor or major freak out at one point <laughs> so interesting so, yeah well i remember you I, going through it with uh you had a smash success with 52 hertz the image that yeah, you made prior that for example that was in uh, more e in an easier one 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I mean, some reason I don't know why, but it, it was easier to to uh, finish than the last one, uh, which was sixty eighty eight eighty. Yeah, sixty eighty eight eighty. Yeah, exactly. And we'll talk oh. about those name conventions too, because I find fascinating. But, <laughs> um, okay. but but at the same time, like yeah, I remember you were. It's hard because I think you know when you go off and make this work, there's a lot riding on that pressure of making another, you know, fifty two hertz, but you don't want to redo what you just did. Yeah, that and was like, also a really big issue with the last one. Yeah, which I think people were probably expecting you to do another one like that, you know. But I, for me, when I was watching your experience, I think coming from just being an artist myself, I was really appreciative of you stepping outside your comfort zone and trying something different. Although I know it brought upon a panic attack and all that stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it yeah. was a tough one for you because it's just like, yeah, it's a lot of pressure to you know, go off and achieve, uh, that next level basically, which is really, it's really quite tough, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, for, and I really didn't expect 50 Hertz to go that well. Right. So it, it was like, it's a beautiful piece. <laughs> yeah. And it blew my mind. It, it's just, I thought, okay, just make a f- fucking astronaut on the parking lot. What's the big deal, you know? <laughs> and, and I just, did it and it was hard and i learned octane with it so it was the first image i did with octane mm. and uh and then people went so crazy about it and i, I didn't expect that so when i was finished it was like i don't know two and a half months three months of work and uh, these days i could do it way faster but back in the days it was the new engine and i had to learn things and stuff like that and uh yeah when i put it out there they the all went crazy and it was it was nuts so many people called and i got so many requests and emails and stuff like that and <clears throat> and when all these this this hype was over and um i spent basically like a half or like a whole year just doing freelance and client stuff. And then I thought, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing another image again and, and this time it will be different. And at the point where I decided which kind of image I, I want to do, um, there was like this struggle because, um, people knew me before I did this image and, mm-hmm. and, but a, 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 like a big, chunk of of all the followers and and people who love my work um came from 52 hertz right like 50 percent of them only know me through 52 hertz and so so i was like i always pictured like like um like a street with like like a crossing where you have like one street goes into the comfort zone where you do like another parking lot kind of image with with street lights and a night scene and the other one is like what you really want to do what you want to do as an artist yeah when you don't think about any of these guys out there who who like your work or following you and say oh make another 52 hertz or mm-hmm. whatever and um so yeah i had to decide which one I want to do. And luckily for me, I think luckily, I don't know. Um, that's not for, for me to decide, but, uh, I, I chose to go the artistic way and, and, yeah, and say, to myself, yeah, to say to myself, fuck them all. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, to, just to say it in Maciej's words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do, do it, uh, do what you want because yeah. there, there's, 
in, at the end of the day, you have to be happy with your own work and, and all the other people. They, if you do a shitty work and, and, and you really don't like it, but all the other people like it, you will still remain the grumpy old artist who sits in front of his piece and, and says, mm, this sucks. And so, uh, yeah, it's I true. think I, I, I made the right decision with that. And, I think uh, so too. I think so too. but, but when, when, when I put in the work and, and sat in front of it for two and a half months, I, I had this constant struggle to, and, and I th and thought about, oh, that, that, that people expect something like 52 hertz they won't like it that much this sure. won't go and it really didn't because it, it didn't have the success 52 hertz set but it's okay right sure yeah it doesn't have to i can't i'm not a i'm not not, not a doll you can like where, where you can pull a switch and everything that <laughs> that comes out is always the same and always great sure yeah i'm, I'm different and i i need the space to experiment and be shitty once in a while and not saying that 608080 is a shitty piece of no, art no, I, no. I, I love it and, and i'm proud of it but it's not Should the be. same thing and yeah. um that's cool <laughs> yeah think. no definitely yeah yeah i think it's a I think it's something that we all face. And if you haven't faced it yet, it, it it's going to hit you eventually. It's just one of those things that comes along with the territory of wanting to make something authentic and unique. And at the same time, I think the one thing to always remember as an artist is there is a reason why you, the people came to you in the first place. And that's because you went off and did what you like to do. And, yeah. um, I learned that too, a very hard way. And I remember, um, my buddy, Anthony Scott Burns, he was telling me like, uh, he was reminding me of this thing. He was telling me that, um, uh, Bob Dylan, I think he was mentioning, he said like Bob Dylan originally was like a folk singer playing guitar and acoustic. And, you know, he grew, he like, had like a big following from just singing yeah. acoustic and stuff. And then the moment he wanted to introduce, uh, a band, people got really pissed and they, you know, like they threw stuff at him and like all kinds of stuff. And then they eventually warmed up to it. And then that became what really pushed him over the edge. And I, I always remember that when I go off to make something that isn't as big a, of a splash, because I think nowadays more than ever, we're more connected than any, than ever as an artist to other people's feedback. Uh, if, if we choose to be, which we do, cause we're social, yeah. we're on social media and stuff, but like just being aware of the fact that like people, no matter what in general will, um, will, they will appeal your, they will be appealed to your work by your authenticity and your merit of, of decision-making on that, that's decided by you individually, you know? No. And yeah. I think that's really, I don't know. That's one of my thoughts, but it's a yeah, tough the, one. The, it's a tough one to the, learn. The cool build, thing so. you, you told me, uh, we, we had like, we were in contact while I was doing 6888 and, and yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I uh, it's good we seeing you go through lot. that. That's good. Yeah, and, and we, we, for you. we we chatted about it, and and I was like, oh, I'm not sure if people will like it, and and you you gave me this cool advice, um, asking me what my favorite movie was, and I told you that Fight Club from David Fincher, and and you were like, imagine that there are people out there who don't like Fight Club, and I was like. <laughs> blown away and it was like <laughs> oh yeah. you're right i yeah. can't make everyone happy so it's it's and that took a lot of pressure out of the whole project i think and yeah by the way i saw a, a documentary about bob dylan and there were like some teenagers on this concert and they were really pissed about that 
he didn't make any folk songs. It's like a scene from a documentary from the, I don't know, 70s or something. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, or it was maybe, maybe it was in, in some kind of Fear and Nothing in Las Vegas making of, I don't know, this is weird. But uh, yeah, I remember that, that uh, Bob Dylan got, got a lot of hate. Yeah. For, and, for, and, and he got a lot of hate, but he stuck to it and he decided to make the work that he wanted to make. And I think that's really, that's, that's brave. Uh, it is brave. It's really tough, you know, and I, I mean, you know, you try to tell that to like a, a soldier that fights in war or something like that, whatever, you know, <laughs> but there, there's, there's limitations to it, obviously. But at the same time, like it's a relevant, um, it's a relevant thing. It's a relevant issue, I think. And especially as artists, you know, like it, it does take a lot to go and put yourself out there and be vulnerable and go like, Hey, this is me. Uh, you know, like that's striptease pretty much. You you give them your soul. You everyone can see all all your the work. You can tell so much about a person by just watching at their art. Yeah, I think in my in my opinion, of course, you see the habits and the yeah and the bad habits and the good ones, and you see them all together, and you just see kind of like what works and what doesn't, and how they interact with it. And it's yeah, it's quite it's quite a uh, it's quite interesting. You, you yeah. learn a lot about yourself. And I think that's why, like, for me, um, like, I, I mean, jujitsu is uh, another art form, but cooking and, and all these different things, I, f- I find they're all connected in a sense. That's the way I look at it. But um, yeah. I find it really fascinating. As an artist, I feel like doing art is the highest level of, of existence, in my opinion. It's like yeah. you're, you're really existing in a whole different dimension, basically. And the more you can expose yourself to, like, making um work that makes you vulnerable yet learning and growing the better you're going to be as a as a human i find to be that's really fascinating but it's a really tough journey to take you know because then you're you're making yourself incredibly vulnerable and you have to like you know deal with the oddities of you know how do you make a living off of this weird thing that you do Yeah, and, you always have these stereotypes about the depressed poor artists and they're all true because it's like giving yourself up to 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 this to this thing and and put all your your soul and energy into it and of course it makes you depressed at some point yeah it's it's, i know i don't know any art artist who isn't depressed at some point in his life yeah like yeah yeah it's i think it's a common thing and i think that's really really it's a yeah it's interesting but it was it was it was interesting to watch you from the sidelines because I watched you develop and I saw your excitement, your early excitement in the beginning. And I was like, oh, cool. And it was really rad. And I, for me, like I'm a fan of your work. So I tried to just stay out of the way and more or less yeah. just be there for moral support because I, I have faith that you're going to pull it through and do it eventually, even though you're like, you know, doubting yourself as you went through it. Hopefully it's okay that I mentioned these things. Yeah, right? sure, sure. I know you don't care, right? So, because <laughs> um, it's like, we're all humans, you know, so, but yeah. I, I thought it was really quite fascinating. And I, and a lot of the things that you're going through, I go through too. And I felt that they're really, they're very universal. And imagine to people that aren't as good as you or haven't put the amount of time that you have into your work, you know, and the, and the stress and the struggles that they have to face, you know. Um, it's difficult. It's a lot. There's so much to it, you know, and there's so, there's so many things to it. And, um, I think if, if you're listening to this and you're starting out and you're like afraid of all this stuff, then I'd say like, it's good to have that fear in you to want to be the best and really good. But at the same time, just realize that guys at a very high level, men and women at a very high level, they share 
very similar um, issues as the beginning phase. You know, I recently yeah. started re-listening to a, a, one of the best books I've ever listened to on this subject. It's called Mastery by Robert I, Greene. You're, you're listening to it again? Yes, yes. <laughs> nice. I have to because I totally freaking, I need it. I, I, I kind of like lost myself for a little bit there. And I needed yeah. to remind, remind myself like, okay, I really need to step into this next level again. Who, whoever sold this book like a year ago, he, he made like a fortune because Ash was like promoting it <laughs> like hell. It was like everyone everyone in the scene bought it just because of you. I, I, I swear it was crazy. Everyone has a copy of Mastery at their <laughs> At their night table or as a, as an audiobook, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's so good. Did you end up going through it? Did you end up listening? to I it? I haven't read uh, through it completely. Oh. I like half of it, but I, I I will. I have a lot a lot of books on my shelf that I have to finish at some point, and I will do that. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I don't necessarily. I mean, the thing with books is I don't I don't listen to them. I uh, I mean I don't read them usually. I listen to them. So I have. Yeah, them on that's all. I, I made a mistake to buy the uh, a book like a physical book, and um, I have to get Audible. Is it, is it Audible? It's like from Amazon. Mm -hmm. this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I have to get this at some point. I use Audible, and it's it's yeah. yeah, it works really good for this kind of stuff, and I enjoy it. And I think that there's there's some really fascinating stuff with it because I think it's a really great. Yeah, it's and going back into it, it's just it's it's even more fun. Honestly, it's like wow, okay, the it's almost like I'm listening to another level of it. It's weird. Yeah, and I think it's because it's speaking to me in different ways now. Like I've already gone through the process, and I kind of um, I go through ebbs and flows. I don't know if you do the same thing where you know you're really intense on one thing and then really off on the other. So sometimes yeah. I'll just I'll just consume a ton of books like. I don't know, four books a month or something. And then I will take Crazy. a break where I don't read or listen to any books for like a month or so. And then I go back into it. But um, yeah, that's it's a book that, again, I'm going back and like, this book is like the most well-written on this subject ever. It's so good. Yeah, you, you you read a lot of the uh, like... like Self-help ones? Yeah, self. It's like Eat That Frog and Mastery mm -hmm. and, and a bunch of others. I, I saw you recommend like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, and uh, a, a friend of my, me, a good friend, Christian, is also reading uh, "Eat That Frog" at the moment, or mm. I think he finished it. I don't know. And yeah, that's like a completely different world of books to me. I, I, be, before I met you, I never ever thought about reading something like that because it was like, how can a book <laughs> help me? Really? So it's just a book, right? <laughs> and um, that's so funny. yeah, but but. <laughs> Yeah, I I will go through mastery eventually. So I, I just have to, I don't know, pick up motivation for it. Yeah, it's it's on my nightstand, and usually when I go to bed, I watch like some stupid shit on Netflix and <laughs> pass out at some point, and uh, I have to to. Uh, yeah. When the time's right, the time's right. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't rush into it just because. And if you don't feel like you need it, then you don't need it. You know, so it's like not yeah, even a big I, deal. I, so. Of course I need it. I, I need all the self-help books. <laughs> well, I think the, the reason why I consume so many of these things is, A, I get a lot of these recommendations from Vitaly. And I know from firsthand, from knowing him personally and being a friend of his and knowing who he is and what he does, that yeah. he's just a very special human being. And I know you don't get there alone. So so the books are an important part of his his aspects of success and so that's one of them the other the other realm uh that happens for me is it just 
you know, I wasn't raised in the form of being a successful person necessarily. I was not saying that I was raised wrong. I just, I wasn't raised by like a, like Richard Branson, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. like, I, and I didn't have like that foundation to build myself on. Me and either. A, <laughs> there you go. And that's how I'm like, it sucks to be alone in this, in this internal struggle. Cause it really is like, I don't know if you have the same problem, but like I'll have problems sleeping because I'm just so consumed with thinking about the things I, I need to do. When I work on projects, I can't sleep much. It's like, usually I sleep a lot these days because I go to bed at 8 a.m. sometimes <laughs> and get up at, at 4 p.m. or something. It's like like guy. the 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 lifestyle of a student in, in college. <laughs> and um, But when I work on a project and there's there's a problem on, on the... For example, I, I try to render a big scene and I'm running out of VRAM and I can't figure out why. I'm just, I don't know, I, I go through, like, I stay awake for two days until I figured it out. So um, <laughs> that's that's always a problem for me. But uh, right now it's it's good. I, I have a healthy sleep. That's I good. Think, I hope. Sleep is, sleep is like actually on my number one of my list. It's just one of those things that I have a hard time with. Like even last night, for example, in preparation for our, our podcast, I've known you for quite some time, but I wanted yeah. to really dive deep into it. So what I did is I went back through your amazing tutorials, which we'll talk about a little bit later um, for your latest image, your latest project, 6088. And it was just cool like going through them. And again, at multiple layers, but I was watching it like, I don't know. I fell asleep and then I woke up and then I, my brain was going. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch some tutorials. Usually that kind of like gets my brain active, but then also calms it down. Cause I, I feel like yeah. I'm learning, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, yeah, never ending. <laughs> I'm like learning the shader values and all these interesting things that you were talking about. It's like, man, this is crazy. Like it's fascinating, you know? So, um, yeah. never ending stuff, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, yeah, I was going to ask you too. Like, I know um, you're constantly learning, um, but I, I feel like you've built up a nice social network—no pun intended—for uh, yeah. David Fincher. But like, uh, <laughs> a social network with friends and, and connections to people and stuff. How much of what you learn comes from just random YouTube tutorials or things that you find or watch on online or whatever, or in comparison to things that you learn from friends directly? So. Um, like the basics, I usually uh, learn through official tutorials. So, for example, if I want to learn Substance Designer, there's a tutorial out there from from the company who made it, Algorithmic. I think yeah, they have called. a good YouTube channel, right? Yeah, yeah, they have like a whole bunch of crazy guys who make like two hour long tutorials for free and, and just put them out there and they walk you through the whole process of making a texture with substance. And um, so that helps. And at, at the, the same thing goes for Octane, but the tutorials for Octane, for example, don't come from Otoy itself themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're so, all over but, the place. But for, yeah, they're all over the place. And uh, back in the days when I learned it, um, I had... Uh, Fortunately, I had a good friend who already mastered Octane. Well, he mastered every render engine out there. Uh, his name is Rafael Rao. Yeah. And I'm Daniel. really, <laughs> really, really, really good friends with him. And yeah, he awesome. helps He helps me a lot when it comes to like problems with render engines and, and textures. And I think I asked him some stupid shit, like maybe every 
every other week. So there's a problem. <laughs> I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong. And, and I'm asking him and he was like, yeah, that's you have to go there. And I'm like, oh, duh. It's, it's, yeah, he's, it's like, he's incredibly yeah, he's smart. Like smart. He has like a complete his, his mind is built upon like render engines. It's crazy. Yeah, and, it is uh, weird. It's like it's programmed for him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, and he's interested in stuff in that in that stuff. He he there there was a point in uh like back in the days where he just bought a re- render engine to to complete the the um so he, he he pretty much knows all all engines there are. He's not interested in the engine itself or working with them. He just want to take it apart and look if it, how it works and stuff like that. So you have he has like a I don't know. It was uh, I don't remember the name. It was some weird, exotical engine. Nobody uses it really. It's just for for like science shit. And and he's just taking it apart and saying, oh, it's cool that it has that feature. The other engines don't have that feature. And <laughs> it was it's crazy. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm bothering him a lot. And um, <laughs> he helped me a lot learning that that stuff. Uh, on the other hand, we we um, I always feel a little bit bad because I, I can't can I can't teach him stuff yeah. anything. <laughs> this is like it's like, uh, but uh, I a, offer my help. A, I I we we um, we talk about our, our projects and and I, I we encourage life. each other and and and, and say yeah because he cool does man. creative projects too, which is cool. As well. yeah, 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 and they're really cool. They they're different from from my style, but I really like his work. It's like. It's cleaner and but but it's so well well made and so polished and good looking. It's like like a David Fincher movie, pretty much. With, yeah. But not not with like dark topics. It's more like clean and not ne- not necessarily happy. But I don't know how to <laughs> explain it. It's just like yeah. he does cool stuff and and yeah, we talk a lot and encourage each other and and that's awesome. Give each other tips and I say okay, I would. Just a tip. I think that look, <laughs> just a tip, and <laughs> I think that would look better here. And he t- tells me, about, and we we yeah, we brainstorm completely one another. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Right. And I think that's really <laughs> the testament to like yeah, your ability to develop a, your own network of friends, you know, and being able to because yeah. I'm I mean, very, I feel like I'm very similar that as well, right? Yeah. We, of us we uh, i i talk to you you talk to me we show each other projects and i know yeah. what you're working on you know what i'm working on and yeah it's, it, it helps it does because at the same time too you're gonna be like oh man and then I'll, I'll have a stupid question for you and then you'll have a stupid question for me but i'm like oh yeah no yeah. problem and yeah i try to reciprocate as much as possible because i always feel the same way like damn it everybody knows so much more than i <laughs> um, yeah. i kind of love that aspect though because i just feel that it's I, I I have so much to learn and I, and I love being humbled. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, damn it, I feel bad. Cause I'm not reciprocating that, you know, like, I've, like, okay, you taught me that, then I'm going to teach you this. And when, so when I do get a chance to teach somebody, so I'm like, yeah, like in your face, like I, f- I taught you how to do that thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> don't forget yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. No, and, just, yeah. Yeah. I, I always think when, 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 when Rafa humbles me and, tells me how 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 shit's done i'm always like oh god you have to learn so much more you have to write some of this shit down and like really (laughs) 
get it in there because you you will forget it eventually at some point and, and then you have to ask again and it will be embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> you know what i do actually cool. is i make videos i make videos of a process and oh, i really? label them and that helps me so i don't have to bug anybody again so like if somebody will teach me something Whoa. and i'll make a video of it me doing it, explaining it to myself <laughs> and you that'll could, uh, sell that like <laughs> well like i don't want to do that because that's like what people are teaching me you know and i don't want to just take like oh teach me that thing and i'm like okay i'm gonna teach i'm gonna take your knowledge Ash Sharp's <laughs> brain library for sale like 500 bucks here ago <laughs> yeah and at the same time they're like all kind of messy and i'm just like that's the one thing we're, i want to talk a little bit about your merger into education and stuff because i know that's a whole different you know there's a whole oh, different thing with that. yeah that's what she said but yeah definitely i mean it's not easy you know like it takes time and it's a it takes a ton of focus and hard work and it's a lot easier um said than done and i think a lot of people take that kind of stuff for granted when you watch like let's say like a grayscale gorilla or um like these guys that do it really well like andrew kramer yeah. and all these guys when you watch their tutorials you know you'd think oh yeah it's pretty easy you know you put some cool music and you know, there you go and then when you have to sit down and actually do it you're like wow this is really really yeah. difficult <clears throat> yeah i uh like a two, few days ago i watched a tutorial about uh, a pbr workflow from andrew price he's uh known mm. under the name uh, uh, blender guru and uh he's like this guy from canada and he's he has such a perfect tutorial tutorial voice it's so crazy watching <laughs> him he's just sitting there and explaining and it's also so fluently done and so perfect hmm. and and I, I was sitting at home and i had a script on on one screen and and set up in front of my microphone and i had to read it because i couldn't say a complete whole sentence without any stuttering uh, it was so messed <laughs> really? up because yeah, your, my your, your tutorial is so clean though like it was yeah yeah but it's because i i i um i had like every every single sentence i i spoke in this uh, tutorial was uh, read from a script wow, so i i really? wrote everything down before because i i'm not my my mother language is german and when i have to sit in front of my pc and 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 talk freely about like really technical processes i it just doesn't work for me for some reason i don't know why maybe it does now but sure when i we recorded practice. that it was it was so fucked up it was i was sitting there and was like and, and then you um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, lots of ums and lots of likes yeah, yeah. It's, it's so and uh, i wanted to be like really polished and cool and that people don't think they spent like 100 bucks or 150 bucks on some stumbling German weirdo. And uh, <laughs> it was so, so I thought, okay, it, had, it has to be good. And then I wrote pretty much everything I, I said in this tutorial, every sentence, every click I made, really? everything written down. And I just read Damn. it and, and then cut it. That's why it took so long, right? Because yeah. I, I, it was like eight months of cutting and <laughs> it was so fucking much work. And yeah, so I I think wh when I planned out this uh, image, I, I thought, okay, I make I'm making this image. I'm recording everything I do, and then I will spend four weeks cutting everything, get it out there, and become a millionaire. So that that was, <laughs> was my this was my my initial, and and then it was like a whole process took me like I don't know, ten months completely yeah. <laughs> with all all the cutting and voiceovers and 
and it was a nightmare and i had like anxiety issues and all that shit yeah dude and 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 so i yeah i totally underestimated how much work a tutorial is it's crazy and um we're making the, something good a good product you know it's like yeah yeah i hope people like it the the overall resonance is that people really dig it but yeah i i'm not sure how it i don't watch a lot of paid tutorials actually the most the tutorials i watch are like some free tutorials on youtube from sure from most a british dude yeah. 15 year old British guy. <laughs> you remember yeah. that <laughs> yeah dude what the heck man they're all like this young british kid yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and you get this thing, and you go over here, and you click that right out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what the heck, man? <laughs> yeah, that's my like, British accent, by the way, everybody. Yeah, so I remember it. that you had like uh, with uh, G Monk, the, the, the stream with G Monk and people. Then you, you also made like the impression of that uh, British boy. It was like, <laughs> it was so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, because it's that's. I mean, literally, you go on YouTube, and you're like, um, it's ninety percent of the time you're gonna get some like young posh sounding yeah. british kid and you're like damn it why do why do you know more than me how dare you young british kid <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's crazy and, and the uh yeah the thing with the tutorials it's just i'm really intimidated at the moment about tutorials or making another one i w- want to do another one because i think that's way better than doing client work right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you have like you can do your own project and and People ask you all the time about your own projects. For example, how did you make the the asphalt look that wet and and cool and 52 hertz? And and it's a question I get all the time. So Turn I that think into money. money. Yeah, money. May, may, maybe make a living from it. Why not? People want to know it. I can provide the knowledge. It's, it's cool. Win win for everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. And um. So, but. Right now, I, I I don't know. I have to figure out another workflow. I don't want to spend ten months again on some. <laughs> you probably just need a producer or somebody to help you out. But you know, then with that comes the pressure of you know paying for that process and stuff too. So yeah, yeah maybe it's, it's, maybe. Or you got to relinquish some of that control. But just guarantee, I guarantee, and just listen. Hopefully, the best advice I can give you is that it's always easier the second time. You know, so. The second yeah. time you do it, it'll be a lot easier to manifest. And because make. I know so. what doesn't work. So exactly. So I can change the yeah. process and, um, yeah. and shit like that. And you'll get yeah. it's just a lot easier to basically... My, the main, main idea for, for the tutorial was that I record the whole thing and make like a 10-hour tutorial of it. Like really explain every tiny step I did in the image. Gnarly. Based on, 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 on the on the recordings. And and I started to doing that and I spent like two weeks on it and it was like an hour maybe or not not an hour, way less. And and I thought, okay, that that's gonna take so much time. I will be I was sitting in front of this computer for an, another two years when I wanna do it at that pace. So, and and so I had to change the plan and change like what what goes into the tutorial, how many like small clips I make, how many big clips I make, and and yeah, that, that was messed up. But I th- I hope the the next time it will be better. Hopefully. Yeah, it it will, and and your your speed you you accelerate, you know, and like it just it just takes its time, really. I think that's my that's what I've learned. Is it just certain things that just take their time? Yeah. And they take. Do the you time. remember your first tutorial? Yes, horrible experience, man. Horrible, <laughs> like horrible. I hated it. I hated every second yeah. of it. I really did. 
Um, nothing about it was fun for me, but I had to get it done. You know, it was, it was the beginning of us making learn squared and it was just like, there's so much pressure and I had never done yeah. one of those before. And I just didn't know, you know, what to expect and how to make something great. And it wasn't, it was in, they had a lot of flaws in it. Um, no. but at the same time, like people managed to, to extract the good stuff from it, hopefully. And you see it in the work. Usually it's just, you kind of see it. It's in that you evaluate the, the basis of it by the, the, the quality of the work that's output from the consumption of the product, basically, you know, so yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult to manage that, you know, expectation and stuff, but yeah, it's difficult. But at the same time, like, you know, you get better. I, I made like, so the first class I ever made took me a, a bit of time. Second one took me less time. And then this last one that I made, I've already been done with it for a while. I just have to build up a new platform to sell it on. And when I finished it, it's like, it was like, um, I think it was, took me two weeks, two and a half weeks to do it. So, oh really? yeah, to record the content, you know, I find that Whoa. to be, you know, the difficult thing is it's not just the, um, it's not just the, uh, how do you say, like, it's not just the, um, the content itself. It's also like making a, a worthy image or product to back it up too, like you have to make yeah. another image you know to sell the idea and all that stuff so it's yeah it's like multifaceted com com complexity and you and if you do an image for a tutorial you do it once to figure out how where you want to go and then you do it again and again yes. for recording right and it's like oh it's so messed up you you do it, it do an image three times and depending on how complex your your topic is it can take so much time to just produce the same output again and again and again it's it's messed up <laughs> yeah it's it's uh yeah did it did it work for you though <laughs> did you find it to be um a good experience for you and long run for like cause i know you use like gumroad and all that kind of stuff and it's kind of yeah, like well, a new wave of for for people like yourself and everybody else to kind of get their education or their, their, their product out there, which is really cool. Like this is something that didn't really exist prior. Yeah. I, I really like Gumroad. They, they are really cool when it comes to, um, percentages they take and, um, and they, they, they pretty much give you the, the PayPal fees for the transactions and stuff like that. So, uh, and as a platform, I really didn't, thought so many people would buy it but uh, they did it's like really going really well good and um yeah that's that's a cool thing do you have a bugatti yet huh what sorry a bugatti, a bugatti veyron uh, it's like uh, a yeah, super no 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 <laughs> it's it's like uh, but i it's planned for messing. the next <laughs> no no it's yeah. um no, like, not, not suddenly that you well. have so, gold teeth and everything that'd be so funny yeah it's it's not like that that it paid off the 10 months of time i i uh, put into the project sure. so i didn't get all the money back but um, that's the goal eventually though right is to turn yeah, that into into like exactly so yeah. if i spend like five weeks on a tutorial and i get double back it would be perfect but right now it's not not that but maybe in future i don't know yeah yeah i mean yeah. you got to be optimistic and like kind of put that yeah. like that thought out there right in order for it to work so um yeah that's I don't know. Doing tutorials is quite interesting. Are you you mentioned planning on doing a possible no, another one? Um, yeah. 
is and and are you thinking of you mentioned wanting to do like this like holy grail tutorial which i think would be nuts but are you thinking about holy doing grail? This, what, what, like, what holy like, grail tutorial? like a holy like the, the everything tutorial you know like then i click ah, this yeah. and i click that you know um yeah, or, i don't think I, I i'm gonna do that because so kill you. there was a plan <laughs> for the last image but uh I, I'm not sure if I ever gonna make a tutorial covering really every single click of of a whole complete two and a half month image I made. Like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I have like like people helping me and and like if I make an image with a team. Yeah. For example, like a big image with two other guys who are helping me and, and we help each other and then make a tutorial or a book about this or something like that. It would be cool. Like um, yeah. Alex Roman did with his uh, third and the seventh movie. He made a book about the process and uh, it's like, I don't know what it's called. It was limited and it was sold out really, really fast. And I was luckily enough to get a copy of that. And um, yeah, so I always thought it would be cool to make like something like that at some point in my life but um eventually that yeah. Has, yeah, i have, that an, has I have to be an well idea. planned yeah yeah it does yeah. it has to be well planned and well well considered and really well you know executed. yeah you have, it's you have to sleep like a few weeks over this and think about it so you're like really confident that you can pull it off it's not like you just decided over 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 lunch and and say okay i'll just do it and then <laughs> you bust <laughs> all, out the arnold voice shit. and get to work you know yeah, yeah. yeah. going to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a difficult thing, but at the same yeah. time it's it's good though. It's cool to have these kind of choices and solutions. So in your dream situation for you and this is something we kind of talked about and it's the same kind of dream situation for me is that you make the work that you make, you have fans and a following that's big enough that would support whatever it is you're doing so that you can continue on to do what you do and in exchange of that you kind of teach people how to fulfill their own abilities yeah. by teaching them how you do what you do. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's a Just pretty cool, like, ma a cool making approach. a living. I I don't have to be rich. I don't have to have a really big house or something like that. And that's not what what I'm striving for. I just want to continue making my own my own stuff and my own vision and and make a living from my art alone, which is like the the main struggle for every artist, I think. Yeah, out there. Yeah. So you you know all these art students out there who, who are painting or I don't know. Um, and they want to make a living from their art, right? And um, yeah, I think that's the ultimate goal yeah. for now. So I hope I will reach that um, before I become 40 or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a worthy goal to have too. And yeah. I think if you, I think if there's ever been a time, there's better, there's no better time to have that than than now. You know, like it was interesting listening to. Um, Leonardo da Vinci's biography, which I highly recommend you check out too, because I think there's yeah, a lot of similarities I, I, with you. I, I really like this guy. Oh, me so. too. <laughs> he's one of the, he's one of for me. He's like one of those fascinating people of history that I really wish I was able to meet in real life at some capacity because he's just yeah, super fascinating. Um, yeah, and it's I just, saw I saw a video about him. It's called the Long Game. There's like a guy explaining how how slow he was and and how many projects he couldn't finish because yeah. of war and, and stuff like that. And it's, he has a ton of uh, unfinished projects. Mo motivating for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's motivating because you can, you realize that like 
even he had problems yeah. and he's like a, yeah. a like a legacy item of the art community you know so yeah yeah and it's it's like makes him human which i found that that's what i found to be really fascinating about the whole um consumption of this thing is like he was you know he he he's human you know and yeah. you know you grow up you have these like you know these art idols basically and then you find out like oh okay well they have the same you know, like I feel like, okay, at least I feel like I finished more projects than Leonardo da Vinci has already in my life. So I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit ahead there. You know, like, <laughs> I'm doing like yeah. a, some comparison charts basically, which is, I know it's not fair at all because he was living a completely different life, different situation and everything. But, um, yeah, if you listen to it, it's interesting because he would kind of bounce back and forth from Milan to, um, this Prague or something. I don't know. I can't remember the towns, but he would yeah. constantly be searching for new, um, uh, what do you call those uh, people that would pay for your work um, and housing? Uh, yeah, there, there's a, a German word for it, but I don't think it's... Let's just use the German word. What's the German word? Uh, Mitzen. There don't you know. go. Mitzen. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just... Uh, um, oh, man, it's going to drive me nuts. But he's look, yeah. he's looking for... He constantly was looking for people to basically endorse his work, basically. It's like like rich people who enjoy art and give you money to... Yes. Produce he, art, yeah. Yeah, but then you're in that like, weird like situation. Like sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're in that weird situation there because then it's like almost like... Uh, have you ever watched uh, Fox, Foxcatcher, the movie? Yeah. Oh, dude, how weird is that? I mean, it's really true, but it's so weird and like, yeah, it, it's based on a true story too, which is really crazy. But it's kind of yeah, like it's like a German guy, right? Mark Schulz. Wasn't yeah. wasn't he German? One of them was German. I don't know. I think and, so. Yeah. Would you do that? Like, if there's like a really weird, crazy person, no, I who has like millions, and he and he comes to you and says, "Okay, look, Ash, sit on my lap, and I give you like." <laughs> A whole bunch of money, and you can do whatever you want with it, but just do it. And and only if I can sit on his lap. That's only no. And you have to endure his weirdness around you from time to time. So he comes by and eats dinner with you and your family (laughs) around the place. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I could do it. Honestly, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think I would allow that because I just I have I'm so picky about that kind of stuff. I don't know if I could handle that. I might be able to try to sustain it as like a joke for a little yeah. bit, but then outside of the comedy aspect, I'd probably be like, end up killing him myself. So yeah. <laughs> or he yeah. kills you. Yeah, exactly. Which is the sad thing. He like, he killed that yeah. amazing guy, which is freaking so, such a horrible thing, but spoiler yeah. alert for everybody that hasn't seen it. I, I, I strongly suggest you watch it. If you haven't seen it though, it's really good. It's also really cool that to see Steve Carell who plays oh, so uh, Mark Dupont. I think that's like this French guy, this French He's dude a with a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. He, he was like, um, he collected, uh, postage stamps and he had like the, um, the most expensive postage stamp of all time. It's like, I don't know what it's called. It's, um, there's a, like, like a whole subculture behind <laughs> collecting postage stamps and he, he owned like, uh, I don't, and he was an expert in birds and, and wrote books about it and had his, his own muse- museum and stuff. He was like, really had like really different fields of interest, like wrestling birds and postage stamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was also yeah. like, you know, incredibly wealthy and like had the ability yeah. to have those obsessions because he didn't have to like, I don't know, go to work. 
<laughs> yeah, and it's cool to, to see some some actor who only plays like like comedy roles. Like oh yeah, he, Steve is amazing. Steve Carell in in The Office and and all the other comedy movies, and see him in a, such serious character. Yeah, and he he pulled it off it. so well. It was so good. Well, he's an amazing actor too. I think yeah, he's just yeah. a method great actor. Like. And that just goes a testament to his abilities. This is one of those films I saw as a recent that people often ask me, oh, what movie? That's a, that's a film that's really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, heavy, heavy content, but really good because it's like um, interesting. It's very, very fascinating yeah. because like, yeah, it's almost, you know, an indentured servitude of some sort. And it's really kind of interesting, you know, what people um, will, will endeavor, the people will endure. Would you do that? Would you sit on, you know, let him sit on your lap and... While you're doing computer stuff, I don't know. I, I thought about this a lot. Um, <laughs> like like some crazy person giving me all 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 the money to just pursue my dreams, but that's difficult. Depends on the person, I would say. So sure. it, if if I see him and and so whenever people see other people, they they have like this internal process of judging them and and sure. watching their motions and and and, and face muscles and stuff like that and they and decide, okay, muscles he, too yeah he's he's a threat or he's cool right and so I, I i would make this um dependent on the situation i'm in so if i meet him for a dinner and he's like really weird and touching my leg and, and, <laughs> and, and uh, doing like creepy creepy shit i would creepy, like creepy. say yeah. no 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 please go away <laughs> thank thanks for the dinner though and um if, if he's like cool and a little bit makes like jokes nobody can laugh about but it's like you 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 know he's a, he has like good intent and uh, maybe i would do it i don't know sure uh, yeah. by the way um what it's i want to ask, judge <laughs> yeah. uh, what what do you think is the greatest movie villain greatest there? movie villain uh yeah. one that comes quickly to mind i think is uh um N no country for old men oh really yeah yeah, that, 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 yeah. it's i i can't decide between norman stansfield from leon the professional oh and yeah I haven't seen that Anton in a while. Schicker, well, I, I watched it uh, on the train uh, when I w when I was visiting my girlfriend the other day. And the professional, so, yeah, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. So 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 good. Yeah, yeah I yeah. watched it like twenty times already. But I rewatched <laughs> up. I, I took a break from it, and it's what I do with <laughs> movies usually when I watch them for like uh, fifteen times or up to thirty times that I decide to take a break from them for ten years, and then I rewatch them. Yeah. And um, it's so well made. There are so many scenes where 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 I think, okay, there's you can't. I won't change anything. They're perfect like they are. They're like, it's crazy. There's a few this films guy, that do that, and that's one of them for sure. I haven't watched yeah. it in a, a long time, but it's just yeah, it because it, it, it leaves you like that, right? It leaves you in that feeling. Because sometimes yeah, you watch also a movie, the music go, oh, and like, all. Yeah, it's just crazy. And, and usually when I watch movies these days, it's, it's always like a scene or something where I think, okay, yeah, nah, I wouldn't do that. I would do that differently. <laughs> and I would do it that way. It would be way better when I do it. That's why I think it would be like a cool experiment if I direct a movie at some point. You I should. don't know, just, yeah. just, I don't know, try it. And, um, and Back in the days, like in the nineties, when, when we have like stuff like seven fight club or, or, the professional it, they're there i don't know 
I have the feeling they they made movies differently these days. It's... Of course they do, because I I think that the film industry is dying and it's on its way out. I really do, unfortunately. Um, yeah. I think it's there's a dawn of a new medium that's on its way, and it's just like it's taking the course, just like the music industry was. You know, it's like because things are becoming so abundant, and but I think a lot of the decisions that are being made in the filmmakers now are based on new numbers. Rather than trying yeah. to tell an interesting story, you know, um, and it's that, and, and it's, it is super sad, especially for super fans of these, this stuff, like we are, you know, like, yeah. but I don't know, I could be wrong. It's just like, that's what it feels like. To I me. hope you are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, like when I see it and I see the trends of it all and I just look at like where, where music was and like where music has gone to and like, you know, the, just the separation, it's just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I yeah. don't know. You know, if you watch the trends of things, um, you know, history repeats itself, you know, over and over and over and over. It's just kind of the natural thing. But, um, yeah, it, I find it I find it fascinating and also very sad because I haven't seen uh, this. Like, it's kind of rare to watch a film in the theater. I'm like, damn, you know, like, yeah. what's the last where, film that you, you saw? Really, the last uh, Jackass 2. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yesterday uh, in my Bruno. bed. Oh, uh, it was um, the last serious film I saw was probably Beetlejuice. <laughs> it was, I, I, I haven't seen Beetlejuice once in my. I haven't. I haven't seen it before, and I watched it uh, last weekend, and it was really it was cool. Oh, I, love I really like it. It's so weird. They don't make movies yeah. like that anymore. That's for yeah, sure. exactly. And it was like so messed up and 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 strange and cool Very but i really strange. really liked it it's yeah it's a lot of acid really nice. a lot of people are doing acids acid or something so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, tim it's a, yeah tim and it's weird like to see what happened with him because like I, I i'm a huge tim burton fan so he's made some of my yeah. favorite movies i think arguably some of the best batman movies even and like what the hell like what's up with willy wonka that was a horrible mistake in my yeah, opinion like um, what the hell was man, that <laughs> like johnny depp messed up stuff i don't know it's <laughs> it's movies these i wouldn't days, blame it on johnny Depp. i just think it's like i think it's missing the story because like i think willy wonka to me is one of my favorite like, I, I, I always blame like the studio for this when when i see like for example there's a director i really like and he made like a bunch of cool movies for example if if um then then even you would make like a movie that's really really that really sucks um then I would blame it on the studio. I would say, okay, that's it's weird. Why does he of all them make make like such a movie? It's he has a, like a track record of perfect movies. Yeah, and now he makes like this shitty one, which he hasn't, fortunately. Um, but uh, it's yeah, it would be weird to me. So I think when the decision makers who or the money givers are often the problem when it comes to that i'm not an expert in movies so you, you have like a way bigger in, insight of that and and thing is nobody I, knows i think that's the thing yeah. there nobody knows yeah. and it's such a massive machine that you can it just you have one bad seed and it could ruin it or even just people's yeah. perception of what you're trying to make and sometimes even when you make something it, it, it's a total dud at the time and then it becomes a classic later on a la stanley yeah. kubrick oftentimes when i look at your worker i see like really intense CGI people. I think of Stanley Kubrick because I wonder like what Kubrick would do if he was now like growing up in our era of mine, like his, like 
would he be obsessed and like and i don't know it's interesting because you think about you would the 3d artist of course <laughs> yeah of course he would be you know because then he could control everything but then yeah. that's almost like i don't know it's weird because i feel like a guy like him would just get washed up almost you know if he was younger a younger stanley kubrick he would just get even though i feel like he was a very special creative entity in our industry i feel like yeah. now his kind of genius might get lost in like the drowned out in the likes category of things if that makes sense yeah you know? i don't know and i the, don't know it's weird the, you know? big pool of digital art he'd be just like one of many artists maybe yeah, i don't know maybe yeah we don't know but at the same time i can't help but think about it and go like hmm i wonder yeah. where these guys would be and where where all this would go and and I, sometimes i think about like films like um alien for example which is like a seminal sci-fi horror film there's still nothing better in my opinion yeah. but it's like it kind of like destroyed all other films in that ability to make something Dune. <laughs> it destroyed Dune. it destroyed Dune exactly yeah Ryodorowski's yeah. Dune yeah exactly yeah. um and yeah I don't know I find it fascinating I really these are things I think about all the time I have one of his uh, Stanley Kubrick's big books on um he was going to be doing this really amazing massive project on Napoleon and yeah yeah I, I read about that yeah Crazy. and I, I have this massive book because Stanley was big on like research and he was just obsessive research um, cause he would just fill his brain with all the content basically. And, um, yeah, I look at it now and I'm just like, wow, interesting. And I have watched a lot of documentaries on him and his process. And I just think like, what would he, what kind of person like him, like, what would he be doing now? Almost, you know, think about like how he would, um, build and develop the things that he would be doing now and, and all that kind of, so I just find it fascinating. Like what, what yeah. were these people, what were these people be doing? You know, would they be using octane? You know, how weird would that be? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, or like a, a mind like uh, Leonardo da Vinci, like da Vinci was really, from what I read, it was like, he was really fascinated with blending the lines between things. He wasn't ever like, I'm a painter. He was more like, um, I mean, he really loved painting and it was, it was means to his end basically to how to survive and, and, and uh, on top of being an engineer, you know, and all that stuff. But it's fascinating just to kind of see that, you know, yeah, he really was like a jack of all trades. He, he did so many things. And I, and I think, um, when it comes to Da Vinci painting was like his, it was like his language, you know, we, we both speak our languages, like you speak English, I speak English and German and stuff like that. And his language was probably, I don't know, where, where, that, where did he live? Italian and, yeah. uh, and, you know. his, and his art. So it was not like he, I think he perfected it at a really early stage in his life because he practiced this, he, he took so much practice and, and he really f completed his 10 or 10,000 hour stretch yeah. really early. And, and so, uh, painting became so natural to him that he could like focus on other aspects of, of art and engineering and stuff like that. So I, th I always see it like that, that, painting and and like having a canvas and and drawing stuff on it and making like notes in his books and with small drawings and, and sketches was like his ultimate language yeah so, i agree where, where, where he could talk through and and be be himself because there was a lot of repression back in the days with the church and, and he's all also he was, he was also um like gay as well he had yeah he had yeah like a, exactly. a, a, a love a man lover his whole entire 
career in his life basically too and he was kind of open yeah. about it he was like fuck it <laughs> yeah he was like and he and and he, he made like um um got got like from from Greyfriends dead people and cut them open make drawings yeah, from, from their innards and, and stuff like that and it was totally fraud upon back in the days because it was like the church and and everyone said okay no you can't touch dead people it's just unethic like it's not 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 in 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 pair with with the religion we all have here uh so sure. please don't do it and then <laughs> he was all fuck yeah. you <laughs> yeah he was like uh, i'm curious care. get out of my way <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically you know i mean that's when that's another thing i really admired about him when i was reading i was like man he was just going for it you know like yeah. he, and like he's like yeah i'm gay i don't care like you know and and, so, and i think one thing i'm really fascinated with is is still like how relevant like people and something that fascinates me still is like why people still feel the need to want to do like life study sketches and drawings if that makes yeah. sense because they're cgi i don't know if that sounds really horrible to say but it's like what's the point i think a, a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, uh uh like digital artists who draw a lot will cringe right now but yeah i, I mean i'm i'm I, i'm not i can't draw at all so whenever i see a person that's like drawing another like human body in in real life it was used as why don't use as <laughs> yeah with charcoal and, and, and it's all quiet and you can't speak and everyone is like oh it's so focused and i mean i i see the point right sure but, sure uh, it's intense i would never do that i would yeah. never do that i would just use das and, and render it and shit like that <laughs> But yeah, well, I mean, I, I come from that though. That's I come from that that world from drawing and everything, and I yeah. understand it. Like, and I know how to draw classically, and I know how to use all those things like wash and watercolor, and yeah. like I came it, from that. And I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> I'm just like, yes, this is stupid. Like, like you people who who are perfected 3D and um and 2D, like they know just know both of these like fields and. uh they're the ultimate, I don't end boss of 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 digital art in my opinion. Sure, it's just so complicated to know both. I I, I tried it many times to learn drawing, and I was like, oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's just look right. Well, I <laughs> think that's I, the thing. It's like you're reflecting on the wrong things because there's certain there's certain people like let's say the guy that draws like Calvin and Hobbes, for example. Like if you were to par- compare him to Leonardo da Vinci's masterwork, you'd be like, well, he's he hails in comparison, but there's a there's a place for Calvin and Hobbes art, you know? Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? And there's a place for good and bad art and not saying that his art was bad. Cause I love it. I'm a huge fan of his work, but I'm just saying like, I, that's one thing I realized too. And I think the thing I realized after studying him was that, you know what? Like it's weird that he set a trend that we need to do these like life studies and stuff, not him only, but an art in general, like you gotta sit there and draw life studies. And, and I get that. It's cool. I've done it. I'm not trying to yeah. knock it. I just think that there's a there's a whole different world out there. And if you want to, it's called CGI. It's called 3D. Have fun. Because <laughs> that's really when you start to open up the Pandora box, you know. And the next thing I want to talk to you about is what I think in the future of everything is game engines. And I know you know what I'm talking about, you know, with the game engine thing. And yeah. what's your thoughts on that? Because I'm thinking, why would you want to learn Houdini? Why don't you just learn, like unity or unreal engine you know because then well, you're really getting into that next dimension because it's interactive art at that point i think uh it will blend eventually so in in i don't know 10 to 20 years you won't have any rendering anymore oh, i can't wait real for that. time 
Fuck. Yeah, so I really think <laughs> that that will that's the ultimate goal of all the people who develop render engines, right? They all become faster and faster and faster over the years. And I mean, I, what I can render these days, I couldn't render like five years ago. It's so crazy how fast this whole game is changing. Yeah, and you've been around for and, a minute too, and you've seen it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 in 3D for 13 years now. I think 13, 14, I don't know, something like that. It's a shit ton of time. Yeah, and and back in the days when I started out, uh, it was like a teenager, and it it was so messed up. You couldn't do anything you can do today. (laughs) It's it was so limited, and it's it was still fun. But you you and it would have shown myself, my younger self, what I can do these days with software and how easy it is. This would blow my mind. And I think in ten years it. There will be a solution for everyone. You have like a tool for making cables and then you have a tool for cross simulation and and you don't have render times anymore and it's all fast and photorealistic and and, and really um, you have path tracers that gener- generate instant image outputs and yeah, and I think this Uncanny whole... Valley, that's the biggest <coughs> thing yeah, yeah. to be, but yeah. And, and also just all the different like, characters, you know, like the different levels, yeah. you know, like environment art to character art to like um, previs. Then you have animation, you have compositing. It's like, yeah, and I think yeah. every everything will be really high poly and instantly renderable. And, and it's and I think that will affect game engines as well. Maybe it will come from game engines. So game engines get more realistic every year and at some point maybe somebody develops a path tracer that can path trace in real time and then everyone is crazy about this and 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 jumping up that train and uh then before you know it you have like an engine that can do everything and and in it's just 10 years from now maybe i don't know but um, yeah, the the thing is with uh, learning Unreal right now is and, and all the game engines. It's so it's still more limited than um, just doing uh, CG on that level. I do because I I just do still images, right? So I have for like now. poly counts. Yeah, for now. But I have like poly counts in a scene of up to forty million polys or more, <laughs> and and it's like, yeah. and I'm just fuck it. I don't. I let, just let it render for fifty hours, and and <laughs> it's, it's cool, right? Because there's no animation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when I come to games, I have to UV unwrap everything. I have to make PBR textures that yeah. with normal maps and all that shit. And I, I. Well, I, I don't like this process that much because it's so <laughs> tedious and it's uh, repeating itself. It's always the same, and it's no there's no creative value behind it. So yeah, once cl- once you did a UV map, you you did all of them. This is like <laughs> some of them are more difficult than others, but it's at the end it's just a UV map. It's a fucking 3D model in in 2D space. Yeah, nothing more. And and it's <laughs> I don't know. I want to, I want to spend my time on on deciding which color which building has and it's this creative shit you know it's it's yeah i don't know i i, I don't think i'm ready for game engines yet well, maybe at some what i'm bringing up in the differences between like fine art painting and drawing and charcoal and the differences between that and cgi is that cgi still isn't as intuitive as it needs to be you have to no, learn programs like unwrap 3d or you know 
freaking yeah, ZBrush, for example. When, like. Whenever I talk to <laughs> people who who can like like can really draw really well and and like excellent painters who can paint everything, you give them say them paint like a fat lady with a umbrella in in a in the forest and they do oh, it. That sounds it looks good. Perfect. Is that yeah, your next but, piece that you're working on? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're like no, working on it right now. <laughs> it, it, it looks really good and they can do it. But if you, you throw like the my, my, my 3D pipeline at them, they're like lost because it's like five. They use Photoshop, right? Or I don't know, some other tool. Yeah. Like Pro- Photoshop Pro-Pre. is the least of the problems. Yeah, yeah they, they have it <laughs> and they, they have their pen and their tablet and they just goofing around and start doing it it's yeah. like it's there's no technical leap between the the outcome and them it's just like controlling photoshop and photoshop is fucking easy everyone can use photoshop these days and, yeah and remember uh, that was like the tough program too remember yeah photoshop when i started like, out, oh, i man. was like really like oh cool i can photoshop and everybody else was like oh shit dude and and <laughs> now it's just it's so easy and um yeah, if I throw all my 3D programs at them, they're like, dude, it's complicated. You have like object space, world space, UV textures, some fucking weird shaders, and they're all different in each engine, and you have to learn and read, and you know, you have to know about physics and all that shit. It's so much more in between you and the end result. It's just a, a shitload of, of things you have to know and learn between before you can do anything that looks cool yeah and i think that eventually it's a long I mean, journey yeah long but journey. it gets better right because, it does you know, it gets so much the, better yeah, it's a long then, i think it's a long bet i look at it as a long bet you know you put that long bet on yourself you could sit there and, and learn how to paint and that's awesome and i totally think it's great and i'm not trying to knock it but then you could also yeah. learn how to do cgi and the reason why i think it's interesting to do that is because it evolves the art form for you. It allows you to go even further because you're able to make a complete experience if you want to. Like you could literally yeah. take your your pieces if you wanted to and make and a full them. you can make a full like film thing out of it, you know, like a short film yeah. if you wanted because you already have like the basis of it, you know. So it would just I be could. It'd be evolving if, if, that space, you know. So yeah, if I want, I could make a two-hour feature film right now. I sit, I'm sitting at home and I could do it. It, it wouldn't be pretty. It would take years to make it but i could do it yeah yeah it, uh, there, there's nothing keeping me from it just time and money and <laughs> but, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 not like i i have all the tools on my hand right it's it's so powerful and i think what what the real question is it, it becomes easier and easier so will like 15 year old british guys from from youtube take our jobs eventually because I mean, in 10 years, maybe some 15-year-old can do what I do now even better without learning it for 13 years. <laughs> yeah. That's the real question. <laughs> yeah, because so they won't need home. to. Yeah. yeah, I'm sitting at home with my experience, and then there's like this Uber software coming out, which is so mind-blowingly good and easy to use, and everyone can do what I do now. And what's the so, point yeah what's yeah. the point in learning it <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah, you never know until that comes to you i guess you just got to yeah, deal with yeah. it and and i think um you gotta i mean that's that's just that's just called being relevant basically right and making sure that yeah. 
the work that you're doing no matter oh, what. That would be cool as well because I can use that software as well, right? Sure. So I yeah, just... and you'll have all that years of experience behind you. You know, it's like yeah. it's like you're 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 always growing and always advancing, which is great. And and I think no matter what, I think experience, if put in the right direction, is good. I think there was another thing too to to quote the book one more time is when Leonardo da Vinci was dealing with like people didn't really respect painting back then because it wasn't yeah. done to his level back then. They didn't see the potential. They would look at like um, artisans, like craftsmen, and they would look at like poem. They, they, they thought poetry was like the supreme art back then. And he was yeah. like, no, it's not. He's like, and he basically was like the first one to really go like uh, pictures worth a thousand words, you know, and like really say like, you know, expose the beauty and the, 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 the depth of it like a word is only a word through imagination but with a painting you can really evolve uh, like evolve everything and then you'd see it in like the last supper like how he put narrative to his painting you know and added it's, all those angles to it you know it's so crazy when you think about it that he invented something we so much take for granted now because it's we have, totally like, yeah we have photographs now we can make a picture of everything now and like real pictures not not just paintings and and like replications of of impressions we have from our real life but back in the days when he started painting these images there there was no people no one on this planet who did what he did before yeah. not at, you didn't have internet in, in terms of re in, in real, yeah. <laughs> realism and all that shit and people people tried from, they definitely tried yeah, people from that era i mean i saw pe uh, uh, images from from an era where in like in the middle ages where people didn't know how to uh, draw per perspectives. perspectives yeah and it yeah. is so crazy if you think about it that that this kind of technique had, had to be invented. There, yeah, there, were, crazy. there was some dude sitting in front of his desk or I don't know. And, and, and he started to think about this and, and developed a technique to, to draw perspective and, and it changed everything. And it's so crazy if you think about that and, and um, try to apply it to these days. What are we changing right now? Maybe we don't know that we are changing things right now. Maybe we are like in a in an art revolution right now and changing the perception of art in general because we can do it on the computer and in, in 500 years people will talk about this and say, oh, that's so crazy what happened back in the days with the computers and the digital art and stuff like that. And maybe we don't we don't even realize it yet. I feel like we're in a bit of an echo chamber and there's a lot of repeating shit that's happening, unfortunately, and that there's some innovations that are happening. But I think that there's also at the same time, there's some incredible shit that's happening, too, which is great. Real time yeah. MR, VR, AR, like interaction, stuff like that. I think it's really fascinating. I think the, the difference and the key is to find why. Why would you use VR? Why would you use alternate reality? Like in making projects and things and experiences that actually are fundamentally at the core of what we do. Like I was also like in the mastery book I was listening today, he was dissecting like the species of humans, like how we evolved in our eyesight and our ability to have depth of focus and our ability to yeah. like, um, dis dis distinct, uh, distinguish patterns and, and like our ability to, um, evolve the mind basically. And, and one of the biggest things he said that was the biggest shift in evolution for, in his perspective for humanity was the inward thinking and like thinking inwards and how, what that does. And like, think about how many times through your day, 
you take for granted the amount of times you think inwards. I bet you do it all the time yeah. without even realizing all the time because yeah, you're thinking about yeah. processes and, and, and steps and moving forward. And like, I mean, I do it like crazy. Like I meditate almost all day long. I'm inward thinking yeah, in a healthy way. Thinking about to. What, what you're going to eat. Gonna even eat that, next. even that, okay. even that, but yeah. even further than that, like even manifesting like your next piece of art and like the steps yeah. you need to take, or even if you're, like that's one thing I found was interesting about your tutorials. Like you broke down how you figure out the projection thing, you know, like projecting the, cause you didn't want to UV everything. You wanted yeah. to be able to put the, uh, the graffiti all over the walls. And so figuring out like that is a lot of inward thinking cause you're evolving your process, you know? And like yeah, when yeah. you go through your process and your projects, like there are constantly like tons of you having to go inwards, finding solutions, whether you find it from, Papa Raphael, or you figured it out on the internet or whatever, some UK kid from, I don't know, from UK yeah. is going to tell you, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you go in there and you click the button right there. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, damn you kid. <laughs> Bastard, you know, everything freaking kid yeah. from the UK. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's really fascinating. And I think it's something that's really like, you're, you're right. We could be on the dawn of a really interesting thing. I think we're, it's interesting where the 80s is being rehashed really heavily and I could see the 90s starting to, to teeter in as well. Like things are like, you know, when you're getting older and you're starting to see the things from your childhood repeat themselves, you're like, oh, what the hell? You know, but I then mean, I, it's fascinating, really. Yeah, it's like we already were there when we already can tell that we're on the we were on the dawn of the most important invention in human history in the the toilet last yeah the toilet no the computer and the internet and stuff like that and we yeah. all it all happened at the same time pretty much yeah when you watch it from that's a big distance. shift and it's so crazy and and we like from if you see mankind evolve and and uh how how how, how many years people are around and if you uh, try to think about that we are we are born around the time when the computer was invented it's crazy it was, it's just so crazy how how lucky <laughs> we are we when are. it comes yeah. to that it's, we have all these tools and we live in the first world and yeah it's i i spent a lot of time thinking about this sitting at home and and i'm like oh god i'm so lucky <laughs> yeah, it's true it's true yeah. you, you know about all that um the gene splitting the gene augmentation stuff too that's happening that's now it's like a with like uh, crispr yeah, the CRISPR. Now that yeah. to me is probably the most revolutionary thing to happen yeah, to our gonna, species. Um, it's about to get Gattaca. Yeah, exactly. Or like live um, through alternate sure. shifting bodies. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, once you can, the the key thing with that, I think, is the singularity moment when you can basically. I hope I, w I will um, live when this happens. I would love I, to live for as long as I want to. That'd be awesome. Thinking, you know, sometimes I. It's probably a dark thought. I don't do it intentionally, but sometimes I think about my mortality and I go, damn, you know, like there is yeah. a limit on this. And I think to myself, because yeah. oftentimes, you know, we just put our heads down and just go to do the things. But I like to go, you know, fuck, I'm, I'm going to die someday. And that's, <laughs> this is all going to end. All this stuff that yeah. I care about, it's all going to be gone. And I just think to myself, like, damn, like, am I doing what I need to be doing right now? You know, and like, 
and thinking about it really deeply and and really trying to figure out what it is that I should be doing and what makes me if happy. If you can you know? choose, if if some some company comes to you and says we can make you live as long as you want, like in a computer, we we kill your body and upload your brain into a PC, and there's a perfect world and you can do all your art stuff you want. Would you do it? Mm. <laughs> That's a that would I couldn't answer that like this quickly. Like like with <laughs> with Matrix and and all that stuff. Uh, right? You know that you know because what would happen with that is it's so alien to me. It's almost like if I were to take Leonardo and put him right here in front of my computer and say, like, yeah. "Look at this shit." You'd you'd probably fall over. Like he'd be overwhelmed. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know. Like it's it's so beyond me comprehending. It's like there is a Ichio Kaku once said that like when you look at a snail, if you were to a snail is mine, its neurons as it fires from one connection to the next is so slow. If you picked up a snail and moved it fast enough, it would think it time traveled if it could comprehend what that is because it it wouldn't be able to process what had just happened. And I think it was the same cool. thing would happen to me, you know. <laughs> oh, and nice. I think I'd be like, whoa, like how can I? even fathom what that feels because basically when you remove death from the game and you remove the body from the game you remove like basically the human experience yeah exactly because then it just comes down to memories and then what at that point what are memories you know and that's really when it gets quite interesting because if you remanufacture memories or you manifest memories or you augment memories that's really when you get into this i don't know like this dark not dark it's just a different reality really you know and i find that um, to be fascinating, but I, f- I feel like when I look at humanity, when we, when you go really project out for far away from us, I feel like that is our purpose. Like our purpose is to basically evolve past all this stuff and to go into that next realm, basically where we become like almost godlike beings of our own creation. I, I, um, individually, you know, so yeah. it's just like, I always look at people that are really frustrated and go, Oh, you're just pissed because you're not in the wrong, you're not in the right era, you know? You're stuck yeah. in a body and you don't want to be here, <laughs> or you don't, like, you're, or like you just didn't have the right programming. You know, and it's like, oh, it's a bummer. You know? I, I just, I just hope I, I won't die before. Like, imagine I die one year before the the big singularity event <laughs> comes to happen. It would be such a bummer. I would just want to live long enough to to just experience it. Yeah. At some point, somehow, I don't know. It's it's a it's a yeah it's yeah it's. You never know, right? And I think well, yeah. you're you're a bit younger than me, so if you if it's a year before you, I'm gonna be pissed just as much because it's like <laughs> few years before yeah. me. So I'm like, damn it, you know. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean if that. I mean, if I ask ask you the same question, if a company or if it was it was a, a decision before you passed away to live um, for as long as you'd like. Would you? I would probably say yes. Yeah, me too. I would. I mean, I don't know how to really think about it. If I'm on the brink to dying and and some guy came up to me with a shady suit and and a (laughs) briefcase and said... And glasses and there was prodigy in the background. Yeah, you want to live forever? And I would say, sure, why not? (laughs) Sure, but but if they did that to you now, I would have a harder time because I feel like I still have a lot of authentic life to live. Well, I have family and all that shit. Exactly. And I mean... For example, if you take pain away from the human experience, do you know the the movie City of Angels from, from with Nicolas Cage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, it's like, seen a long it's, time. It's just like based on on the German movie from Wim Wenders. It's called um, the the Himmel über Berlin, which which means uh, heaven o- uh, over Berlin, uh, from I don't know the eighties or seventies or something, and um, and it's it. 
it's a really cool idea because these guys, these angels, they they don't know what pain is and like the human experience to f feel afraid and feel pain and and be sad and 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 happy. They don't have all this. And if you strip that away, for example, if you live forever and and you're in a computer and and you you can choose to feel pain, would yeah. you do it? If can if if you have a, a switch in front of you and 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 if you press it you you feel anxious would you do it that's Probably the thing not. i'm saying yeah and at the same time it's like that these are only but because it, we know that because that's the makeup we have now you know yeah but if you can if we we don't have a choice about this and it just happens because we're built this way and in our brain is like neurons and shit like that uh, it makes it all some so romantic and beautiful because we can experience all these pains and pains <laughs> and and, yeah. and emotions and it's it's hard and it sucks but it's on the other hand it's beautiful that we can yeah imagine we wouldn't we would be happy all the time it wouldn't be mm. something special to be happy anymore and it would yeah. just be it would you just exist basically yeah it would be like like a computer program just clicking and doing and yeah it's, it's okay <laughs> that's what's really the brilliant thing if you really look at the construct of, of existence as a species and our ability to uh, slightly be aware of what we are and who we are and what we're doing here but there's such big questions that are still unknown but the fascinating thing is that we are in the situation almost like in a I like it almost as a program, you know, and I go, hmm, this is an interesting program, you know, like this is really yeah. a weird construct basically. And I find it so fascinating. And then every experience I go like, hmm, like this is a really interesting experience, you know, whether it's good <laughs> or bad. And I think to myself like, yeah, if I had a choice not to choose to have this feeling, would I? And sometimes it's like your mind and your body are always going to want to steer away from conflict or, you know, um, uh, just discomfort basically because it's not and enjoyable but i find that some of the you know you know like we look at something finite like a problem in the computer like a solution trying to find a solution to a problem that we're they're searching yeah. for in photorealism or something and there's little battles that we have to fight i think it's in our programming that once we get past those battles we achieve that mastery level and that's really where the existence of life really matters is achieving mastery and I feel yeah. like that's in our program in this existence on Earth. The, the the whole game, the whole the whole the whole process of this game, is ultimate mastery of every anything that you're interested in. That's what life is all about. That's the purpose and the reason. Not love and all that stuff. That's cool. That's a part of it. That's a facet. That's a facet of a bigger idea of what mastery is in my mind. It's a mastery of everything. Mastery of your emotions. Mastery of everything. Every situation. And whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, you know, because as creative people, as artists, we basically are going into the future and the past and to any alternate reality and we can manifest. And that's just the coolest thing. And right now, even for you, for example, like you're just making a still image, but at the same time, like it's one step into that direction and your still images are so damn photoreal. It's like you're stepping into them. You know, they, I think that's yeah. the fascinating thing. And then eventually, as we talked about, as things evolve, you mentioned 10 years, I think you're about right is when the when the technology is going to catch up to it and we're literally going to be able to just get in there and go like oh check out this experience i made and it's almost going to be like a form of of a drug basically you know you're going to go into this experience so cool. it would Imagine be cool we, yeah. we have like of vr headsets and and can, i can send you something over send me a, an emotion you know I'd yeah be, this and, is cool. and, you're, and you're like like in in dunkirk or i don't know <laughs> so yeah no exactly 
yeah, crazy but it, shit. But the weird thing about it, and I look at it because I have my daughter and stuff, I see her get growing up and I think like, I'm wondering how authentic her, like when I look at music, for example, all the auto-tune and like all the, the electronic drums and all that stuff. And I think about like, is that music or is it not? And like, I'm constantly thinking about, is that authentic and is it good or bad? And, and it's, it's just, it just is, it's just different, I guess, you know, if anything, yeah. I just think about that, but it's, I find it fascinating, man. This is, um, I want to go on forever. I have to leave soon, but it's just, yeah, we're getting into the D de- and I know it's really freaking late for you. What, what time in the morning is it there for you now? Um, wait a second. I three or check. four in the morning. It's yeah, late. it's three. Yeah, it's pretty late, but you stay up until like eight. So you have five more hours. So yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't feel too bad. <laughs> but no, man, is, is there anything that you wanted to touch on that we didn't in the conversation? Because I want to make sure that, um, you know, cover as much as we can. And I'm glad we finally did this. It's been like a long time in the making. You've actually joined me on a, quite a few live streams together, which is a lot of fun too. But this is yeah, more we, like we, I can focus directly on you. So yeah. We have, we have like a lot of Skype conversations when yeah. we're working on projects and stuff like that. But I can't think of anything right now because my head is so full of information. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, like, like, uh, like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fascinating. It really is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're, we're so lucky to even perceive the reality in which we do have. And yeah. And I think that we are on a precipice of something quite interesting. And I think if we really decide to do it as engineers of, of, of an alternate reality, we have the, the power and the abilities to manifest it. And when you like learn about somebody like Leonardo da Vinci, for example, like it's so cool to see what he was up to and see like, okay, how can I be my own personal da Vinci? Basically, how can I manifest and merge arts and like, and, and merge these interests and create something that's unique and set a trend because he really did, you know, like it's, that's why I think it's so funny. It's like the painting thing and the drawing. I'm like, that's an interesting thing, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> the question is, did he know that? that he's that's doing what I'm that? saying. I don't think he probably was intent, intently aware, possibly. I'm sure there was a lot of that. Later on in his life, there's politics and you had uh, Michelangelo and all that stuff as well. And you had these other, you know, competing artists. So you had to be definitely aware. And there was the ego and all that kind of stuff involved, of course. But yeah. I don't know if he was intentionally aware of what he was doing maybe i don't know there's no there's no telling right i think yeah. i think i think it's just the raw existence and i think it's having that childlike mind of wonderment asking basics like what we would consider to be stupid questions like why is the sky blue yeah. why is the sky blue you know and then like when you're in and that's why i'm fascinated by guys like Rafael Raul, who's just like, why does this engine work this way? Like, oh, he takes it apart. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> and we need people like that because I don't want to do that. Basically, I would rather just, yeah, well, rather I'm see the just image. Stupid you know? do that. This is just like <laughs> often I. I it's a I lack of interest, what, probably. Yeah, it's like I I I find this all all this shit interesting. But when I, when I'm sitting in front of C four D, I there's like a, a small part of me. That that wants to figure out how things work and how can I achieve this and this and this. Uh, but the ultimate goal is like creating stuff that looks good and yeah, uh, it's like a, a middle way between technic technical processes and and the the artistic outcome. And and I I try to put a lot of work into R&D and stuff like that but it's not like I, I try to not over to, to that it doesn't overwhelm me and then go over goes over my head so I lose focus and, and just concentrate on R&D that that's I, I, I don't think that's the right way for me so same yeah 
Because they'll, dis- they'll consume you. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I just sit here and just click stupid shit together that looks cool and, and <laughs> that there's no project behind it, right? It's what I'm doing right now. Practice. I built a new logo in, in, in C4D. There's no schedule, no 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 reference. I just clicked it together and now I'm building telephones from the 80s and putting them in there. I don't know why. I have like a idea in back in my head, but it's just like loosely based on books and and other shit and it's not like a real complete plan i have it's just playing around right now and i i'm enjoying it because it's fun and i'm learning and um i can't i i can't always have a plan for everything i think i hope Hmm. maybe maybe that's wrong but but right now it's beautiful it's 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 i i tried i i had the idea okay i have to do small projects now um, because I made so many big images and I want to learn how to make, how to be happy with, with pro- uh, projects that don't last two and a half months. <laughs> so I just, just work on an image for one week and call it a day and put it out there and be happy with it. Hmm. And, um, but, but right now what I'm doing is so, so that it was a plan, but right now what I'm doing is uh, I, I'm just sitting in front of my computer, open fusion 360 and say, okay, I wanted to build this glass or like, I don't know, a computer tower or a, a case for like, like a radiator for, for heating in, you know, radiators. Is it like radiator in English? Is it the right word? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and or or like like a, a wall plug, a wall connector for power and and stuff like so, so stupid bullshit. But I'm I'm just sitting here and having fun playing around in Fusion. It's that's that's all what matters right now for me. It's not the project, not where I can, what I can do with it. Can I sell it later? Can I make money from it? It's just um, being being in the mode and in, in, in the in the in the zone and and doing what I like. That's why what started 3D for me, just sitting there and playing around with it. And yeah. that's what I'm doing right now. There's no plan, no big picture, no no big project. It's just fooling around pretty I like much. That. I yeah. like that. I like your approach to it too. I think it's like there's a nice fine line between that because I think if you put it too much weight and too much seriousness on, I think it causes a lot of conflict. So I think yeah, and I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I just did a 10, 10 month stretch on a tutorial and an image project all in one go. And I think I, I deserved that for me. <laughs> I, I decided that I no, no, that. no. Get back to work. And yeah. And the thing is, <laughs> I know exactly that I will eventually go back to work and do a project and do an animation at, eventually at some point and, and working with you and working with others and. Uh, do um, crazy big. I, I already have an idea for the next big piece. Good, but I, I but I'm not tackling it right now because it's. It's I a, know it will it's be a fat lady it will, with the umbrella in the woods, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it will be. I don't know. It, it, I know exactly what kind of work I have to do when it comes to this, but I just don't want to do it right now yeah. some, for some reason. It's it's like in, in the future, I want to do R&D, I want to do Redshift, Houdini, and all that shit before I um, tackle this project. Or just, I mean, I don't want to master Re- um, Houdini right now before I do this project, then sure. I would do it in like five years or something. But I, I just want to uh, just look at all the other tools and possibilities out there and 
don't focus it. so much at work right now <laughs> yeah no i love it that's good for you well you deserve it and you've been working hard for it and yeah i know myself and everybody involved as a fan of your work is looking forward to seeing what it is that you create as you develop because yeah. i'm sure it's going to be awesome so dude thank you so much unfortunately i have to go but this has been awesome it's been great to know yeah. you a little bit more and get further down the rabbit hole with all this stuff and yeah man i'm just looking forward to seeing what you manage to make in the next you know the next couple of months thanks and all for having stuff. me so of course thanks for uh you know i know, you, I know you're kind of shy so i appreciate it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know you're you're humbled by that so that's good but yeah man well thank you so much and thank you again for you know being humble and doing the work and inspiring the rest of us because you've been doing a a huge uh, service to the community by inspiring us all and reminding us to keep going and stuff so yeah just keep it up because yeah it's just it's just more fuel for us all so yeah. <laughs> thank you man thank you really appreciate it and that concludes this week's episode big thank yous to Cornelius for coming on the show and sharing his time with us this week you can find links to the show notes for this week's episode at thecollectivepodcast.com slash 168 along with links to our Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes podcast page. Have an amazing day, everybody. You know the drill. Go out there, be powerful, be prolific, chase those dreams. Have a great one, everybody. Peace out.